people the hope of a brand new day. See a homie you ain't seen since back in the day. Fresh haircut fitted with a fat ass fade. Into work week chillin' on a Saturday. How you felt when you first heard the daddy came? Rocky MKRS, hey, I had that day. Coolin' out with old girl on a fat ass day. Find a hundred dollar bill, wow man, that's great. Get promoted at your job up to management. Plot a long time, finally your plan is made. It's time I feel I wanna shout, man, it's real that way. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting sitting across from me, E-Man Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we are back for episode 91, same year I was born in, 91, baby, let's do this. Special, it's going to be a good one, you know it's going to be a good one. And we have a special guest that is not in the building right now, but we are waiting (laughs) for her to get here. (laughs) She will be here soon. Yeah, man, it's going to be cool. Um, Been waiting for that one for a minute. Anyways, the, the the track that I just opened the podcast with was a song called Make You Feel That Way by Black Alicious. And the reason I uh, started the podcast off with that was because um, just over a couple days ago, um, Gift of Gab, which is one of the members of that rap duo, passed away. So we wanted to uh, show him some love here on the podcast today. Um, he was one half of, um, of Black Alicious, uh, a group that was formed, you know, Back in the uh, early 90s in uh, the Bay Area. And, um, yeah, as you can hear, he was very uh, lyrical and he was a great rapper. He was kind of floated around in the underground a little bit. Gift of Gab was more, I mean, um, Blacklicious was kind of more of the underground space. Um, but, yeah, very important in hip-hop. So, rest in peace. Uh, E-Man, how are you doing, bro? Uh, man. Uh, I am doing great, actually. I... Uh had a lot of time in between the pod today, so I got to the studio a little early. I saw that. Set up. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting time. But no, man, a little I, fun with TikTok in the I, studio. Yeah, I've, been, I've, been, I've been trying to TikTok a little bit. You know, it's tough, man. I can't get into it's it. It's so uh, hard. I feel like this is a young man's game with TikTok. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying, Gen Z. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to get on that level. But for I'm sure. otherwise, man, I'm doing great. Uh, how about yourself? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm, I cannot complain. I've had a nice relaxing day today it didn't rain i thought it was gonna rain it might rain by the time we're out of this podcast dude, yeah honestly. shit was flooding like crazy <laughs> that was Detroit, crazy so like, dude yeah. i i literally had to turn around and drive the wrong way on 94 driving to work on Ooh. saturday morning because it was like people caught went water up to their car windshields i've never seen it like that before, i right? uh i saw like the jeep plant in detroit was completely flooded. like all the new jeeps were like up to like the roof Pretty much. I'm like, damn, that is like hundreds of thousands of dollars, man. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I would feel terrible about that. But, hey, it's not my money. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. And I feel you. Another cool thing that happened, I have 2020 vision now, guys. Yeah, look yeah, at this I dude in his sexy glasses. specs. Yeah, baby. <laughs> dude, those are tight, though. I think Thank they look you. good. Those are good. Thank you. Those are nice-looking glasses. Um, But, yeah, before we get to our celebrating more life, as we do on the podcast, there was a couple of kind of – uh, sad stories um, that E-Man wanted to touch on here before we um, get to the happier part of celebrating life. All right, let me go with the one that's uh, not here and then the two that are here, unfortunately. Uh, the one, and I just want to say prayers out. My heart goes out to everybody that was involved in the uh, the condo collapse that was in Florida. I believe I want to say it was in Miami specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 50 people injured, I think, or 50 people injured or and a few missing. It was a, quite a bit of people missing. I think it was. I, like, I think they least... said there's a hundred people missing. Holy or something like shit! That. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I don't know. If, was there any confirmed deaths on that one? I, I think, think they said one. I think it was like one or two, the, maybe. The one yeah. was the original thing, but I mean a hundred missing, and it's for you know multiple days. You and know, this was more. what earlier this this past week, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, man. So my heart goes out to everybody there. I actually heard that Tyler Tyler Hero was passing out water there. So. Oh really? 
Yeah. That's cool. So shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, and, and the two that are local, one I do want to touch on was a story that was out in Flint. And this one just breaks my heart in general, man. Uh, Brianna Skies. Uh, she was a 19-year-old Flint resident who was killed, actually, during the Juneteenth parade. However, I'm not going to word it like that because everything I'm reading makes it seem like the cop was justified. So uh, did you hear about the story? I didn't hear about this, no. All right. So during a Juneteenth, I forgot the cop's name. I'll, I'll pull the story. Actually, I have the story right here. Uh, I'm not going to give the cop's name, but... So what it looks like is Brianna Skies pulled up on a Michigan State trooper who was doing just doing tr- regular traffic shit during mm-hmm. the parade, like you know, just trying to get people in and out safely and everything like that. What it looks like Brianna uh, pulled up on the pu- on the officer and rolled on her window and pulled out a gun on the officer. The officer then pulled out his gun. And it looks, and from the video, it looks like he's trying to get him to drop a weapon, stuff like that. Like, you know, trying to de-escalate the situation. She then opens fire, and then he opens fire, and he hits and kills her. Jeez. And then the cop then drops down to his knees, realizing what he's done, crying. Like, I can't even imagine what yeah. may be going through his mind, even to this day, what's going through his mind, man. Right. So, and especially in today's to climate, him, too, because, you know, when you're, you know, a cop today, you know, even if it's justified, you know, people are going to rally and jump to conclusions because we are the age of not waiting for any of all or all of the information to come out. We all go right off the rip this, as soon as we see one dude, little this thing. This breaks on the my internet. heart even hearing stories like this. Yeah, it's like, sad. this is like, I mean, for everything that's been going on in the world, like everything like Black Lives Matter and like this rip between Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter people, mm-hmm. and, like, this is only fucking feeling the fire right oh, yeah, here. Like, for sure. we just need to, like, find some peace man just find some understanding and that's one that people like say like defund the police and i'm not putting this i mean obviously i'm not saying the officer was at fault my not even he is absolutely protecting himself i just want to throw that out there this is one of those instances where it's like i i I get it i absolutely Mm -hmm. get why you did what you did because you are absolutely protecting yourself in the situation Mm -hmm. but i get when people say like say like defund the police for instance it's really reallocating funds to the yeah. police instead of, hey, let's just take all the money away. It's just, you know, not a catchy hashtag. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and that's where the disconnect comes with people and stuff like that. So, yeah. it's sad that this had to happen. And my heart goes out to, you know, her family and the cop and the cop's family because yeah. this, is, this, this isn't going away for him ever. Right. Really. So that's one story, and then the other story I had that's also pretty sad. Super sad. It's like we're uh, gonna get to some happiness after this one because this one's mad depressing. I'm getting I'm getting all the depressing shit out (laughs) the way right now because this is this podcast is going straight up after this. I'm just gonna let you guys know right now. A story out in Canton, actually. We're in Plymouth, so you know one city over. Uh, Another dealing with another police officer. Uh, Officer Edward. I think how do you pronounce this? Jax Jast. I'm. I apologize if I'm butchering his name, but uh, he was killed on Father's Day by his 18-year-old son in in, a, in his home. <laughs> Terrible, uh, dude. That's so bad. Yeah, man. It. Oh no, sorry. The he was a 21-year-old veteran of the Canton Police Department, and he was remembered. He actually was uh, one of the cops at Canton High School. When what I happened? Was, they, was there any details about so, why this kid did this, or just? Uh, pandemic stress, freaking out. Was, I don't know what's going on. He was wondering about it. on Wednesday afternoon. Hayden Jast, which is his son's name, stayed mostly silent when he was before a judge for the first time. For first time, first time, <laughs> Hayden now faces multiple charges, including open murder and held without bond. 
I don't see your reasoning for this. Hmm. So I that's mean, crazy. I this fucking breaks. Don't my kill heart your dads. Too, they brought us into this world. Jesus, man, we just, <laughs> just on Father's this, Day. This, too? this makes Jesus me sad. Yeah, I do terrible. have one bit of good news. I mean, we're we're gonna jump into sports a little early, real quick. And it's my only like besides NBA playoffs. I'm not getting into NBA playoffs just yet. But Diana Taruzzi, uh dropped nine. She dropped her nine thousand career point, which is the first woman to do that in the NBA or the WNBA. So that is awesome. That's awesome. And I actually that keep amazing. that keep that good news train rolling. What's the the oh, since and another, we're in Pride oh, and Month another, and another one? Uh, <laughs> since you know we're still in Pride Month, yep. I do want to mention closing out Pride Month. Well, this was a sad story originally, and then it turned happy. But remember the post nightclub shooting where, yes, the, yes. where the guy came in and shot yep. up the club. Unfortunately, and fortunately, people were killed. Yeah. Uh, it was made a national memorial by Biden. That's cool. uh, as of I think like Thursday or Friday this past week, mm-hmm. so that's that's great to hear too. I'm I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad those people will be remembered, and it's uh it's you know sad that a memorial has to go out the way it did, and you know like we're in the times that we are and stuff like that. It shit like that breaks my heart, man. But another good news since this we're on this one's the, great, and then I do love awesome. this. I do love the Carl Nassib story. Yeah. So Carl Nassib, who is a uh, defensive end for the Las Vegas Raiders. I was about to say Oakland for a second. But <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders uh, came out as gay, and that's a big deal in yeah. the NFL because the NFL is still definitely it's, very it's much a boys' club. It's not that many club, openly. You know? g- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is a very. It is very much a boys' club in the NFL. And one day, I, and like you said in the video, I really hope that we don't have to just that have these announcements like mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. like just where it's like you know what you're gay. Cool. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it it's awesome because this is the first time be... an active NFL player or an active athlete, no, active NFL player. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. definitely active gay athletes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is the active, first active NFL player. I mean, player, you had Michael Sam a few years ago, but he right. was, he you know, he was drafted. Like, he was on a practice squad, right. I think, for the Cowboys or the Rams or something like that. Right. But, yeah, yeah, I don't think he ever made a squad. Yep. But yeah, man. Uh, shout out to shout out to Carl. Oh, he also had the uh, highest selling jerseys in the past. Oh, like, that's sweet. Week, so that's really fucking cool, man. So Hell shout yeah. out to him, uh, Carl Nassib. You know, live your truth, man. I'm can't wait to see you on the. You football know that'll field. encourage other so, yeah. players too. So I think cool. he's been around for a while too. Yeah. So yep. And then. Uh, Pistons have first round pick. Yeah, yeah Detroit basketball. So, I guess we're expected to uh, draft Cade Cunningham. Yep, that's gonna happen. Franchise that. I young does boy he want to even come here though? Oh yeah, I, for I've sure. seen I've seen videos. He said I would only go to Detroit if they had the first round pick. Yeah, or, no, he would already, even, or consider visiting Detroit. If they yeah, had the no, first he's round pick. he's gonna be coming here. That's gonna be our next point guard for sure. Oh man. But um, anyways, and in continuing celebrations, there's also a uh, list of birthdays we want to get to. Um, we had Mike Enzinger, the guitar player slash one of the main producers of Incubus, one of my favorite bands, turned 45 last week. Uh, Pete Rock, one of uh, hip-hop's greatest producers, turned 51. Memphis Bleak, um, who, you know, you don't hear about it, about him too often anymore in the hip-hop world, but, you know, he got his start with Jay-Z and Rock Nation and all them guys, and he was, you know, Jay-Z's right-hand man for a long time, uh, turned 42. Uh, her, who just you know released her new uh, her debut album last week, turned 24. Actually, her birthday is today, so happy birthday, her. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's birthday is you'll be hearing this probably around when it's coming. I think, out. It's, I think it's this on Tuesday. Tuesday yep. Yeah. So he's only turning 29. All these youngins. Ariana Grande, who you don't need me to explain who that is, <laughs> is 28. Um, Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp, um, 53. 
Skip. 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 Solange Knowles, um, the, in my opinion, more talented sister of Beyonce Knowles, turned 35. And Bruce, I'm not, not a shot at um, Beyonce. I just prefer Solange's music over Beyonce's music. Just I love for, that. For not the most recent album Solange put out, but the one before that was really great. Yeah, Seat yeah. at the Table? Yeah. Yeah, that's just sweet. Um, and then Bruce Campbell, who, who is, you know, Ash. been like probably like the poster child for like campy horror movies. He is the second most <laughs> famous Ash in, in the history. Who's number one? Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. Come on now. Oh, I don't Come know. On I now. never watched Pokemon. I never watched Pokemon. <laughs> but yeah, so shout out Bruce Campbell as well. Um, and we don't, um, ha- we're going to do things a little bit differently because we're going to save the beer for when we get to the. Um, when our guest shows up, but we will play a little bit of mer- or music for you in honor of these birthdays, and then we'll just pour up the uh, the um, drinks when our guest gets here. All right, so we were just about to roll into these birthdays, and our guests arrived, so we are going to now be able to get back into our beer segment, but we have uh, Mirage Virtuoso here to see us today, hello. back in the studio. Hello, hello. It's nice to actually have a guest in the studio. You're one of two since COVID started, or <laughs> since COVID ended, I should say. It was like you and Nappy Debbie. You guys are you in Nappy like, Debbie. Yes. Good, like company. Yay <laughs> for vaccinations. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. I agree. Hashtag. I mean, Pfizer gang. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Same Moderna clan. Oh, oh Moderna. <laughs> That's oh, all right. We shit. can accept you it's any okay. way. <laughs> as long as you got it, I'm sorry. Right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, before we get into your interview, where we left off right before you showed up, as we were celebrating the birthdays out of the musical artists that we like this uh, week, and we always do that. We play the mu- a little bit of music from them as we're testing out our beer for this week. So yes, please. E-Man, why don't you tell us what you got for the beer before our, I start playing these songs? One of my favorite beer bar beer bars in the city of Detroit, man. They did a collab with Urban. Cool cover Re- art, by the way. Yes, it is, isn't <laughs> it? I like all the, the fuchsia color to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shout out to uh, Collect over in Eastern Market and Urban Rest over in Ferndale. Uh, we have the Collect, actually just simply named Collect, from Urban Rest. It is a collab, and it is a double dry hopped IPA with a 2017 El Dorado and 2017 Simcoe Lupkin powder. Uh, notes of pungent tropic and candy pineapple resin and guava. You Damn, can check us good. out at Untapped at Untapped slash Beats underscore and underscore Brews from the official review. I love Collect. Shout out to Kyle. Shout out to Eric who works there. Uh, and shout out to Urban Rust. All right, you convinced me. I'm going to go check it out hey. with you. <laughs> they have a dope rooftop, by the way. Now, oh, nice. I, I love checking out, like, I love checking out, like, rooftop bars in Detroit. Yeah. And that was, like, one of the coolest ones. It's, like, really tiny and intimate, but it's, like, really dope. Like, you get a really good view of, like, grass shit around the Eastern Market. Oh, so. that's sweet. Ooh, I, yeah. I need to get back over to the Eastern Market area more often. I don't go over there enough. We don't really fuck with the East Side like that, unfortunately. Well, I know. Like, we need to get over there more. We need to. We need to. Not, no. not, a, not a shot. That's not a shot. Shout out Spotlight. Yeah, Spotlight's on the east side. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I got to go. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> but anyways, while we're pouring these up, as we always do, we're going to play a little bit of music from the birthdays. So kicking it off because of Mike Inzinger's birthday, here's a little bit of Consequence out of Incubus. Cheers. class and shut the fuck up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the giant cup. 
you're on the brink The shit hasn't even begun to hit the fan And a little bit of Pete Rock for you This reminds me of like NBA Jam so back in the day. This is New York is that prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I reminisce for a spell, or shall I say think back twenty-two years ago to keep it on track. The birth of a child on the eighth of a toast. But my granddaddy came sober. Count all the fingers and the toes. Now I suppose you hope the little black boy grows. Than my mama, but I really got beaten with the girl love drama. In single parenthood, there I stood by the time. In perfect timing with the weather, here's a little bit of de Dear Summer out of Memphis Bleak and Jay Z. Dear Summer, I know you're gonna miss me, for we've been together like Nike Airs and Crisp Tees, Estats with polo fleeces, purple label shit with the logo secret. Give me a couple years, shit, I might just sneak in. A couple words and like peaches and herbs. We'll be reunited and feel so hood. How the whole world saying, I still so good. Well, I do this in my slumber summer. I ain't none of these half ass newcomers. You know how I do summer. I try to man. Kanye, bro. It's <laughs> Kanye, man. I think this is a Kanye beat. Of course it is. It's, it's, got, it's, got, it's got that Kanye no sample. It's that production that's Sorry, Lance, I'm just uh, trying to advance my quotes. I ain't making you the butt of my jokes. Go with a little bit of uh, We Made It, uh, Hers album. God, I'm so obsessed with her. She's fucking awesome. Same. Can't believe she's only 24 years old. She has a top five album for me this year. Oh, for, so sure. Sure. for sure. Tyler, too. We're going to talk about it. Oh, uh, <laughs> we want to spend like 15 minutes on Tyler. <laughs> <For sure>. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a chance to listen yet, but I'm going to tonight, actually. It's fun. I'm so, so ready. 1201 headphones on. Gotta change it. <laughs> Here's a little bit of uh, Ariana Grande with Mac Miller, my favorite part. R.I.P. Mac, Mac Miller. Miller. Happy birthday, Ariana Grande. There was a good portion of the, like we're on episode 91 today. He gets mentioned all the time. Like, it was like every there was a good port like time where we mentioned Mac every episode. At oh one point. man. He has some kind of mention. He was such a genius man. Uh, Yeah. 
got you covered I'ma be your lover You might be the one If it's only tonight hey. We don't need to worry We ain't in a hurry Rushing in the Switch it up. I want to so let it play. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You're play, right. But we got to switch it up. <laughs> and last but, not, last but not least, one of my favorites, Solange Knowles. So good. Uh-huh. Tease you off right here with it. Yeah, make you go listen to it on the way home. <laughs> one of my favorite songs offers too. I want to rock it out. So unfair. <laughs> it was not even I know unfair. it's terrible. <laughs> but anyways, uh, to this beer, man. What, did you, what was the name of this one again? The specific. The beer? Collect. The Collect. The man. Collect by Urban Rust Brewing and Collect. I was surprised a little bit by the taste of it. I thought it was kind of. Um, I thought it was going to be fruitier with like the how you described it with like Elder, the pineapple. Yeah. Eldorado hops are usually like juicy and fruity. Yeah, so but it, it was double dry hop. So what that means is like after primary fermentation, you just hop the shit out of it, and mm-hmm. they double like the huh. amount of hops used in it. So that's why it has like that bitterness on the back end. Uh, it's really it has like the juiciness to it, but it's really like bitter on the like on the finish. If you mm-hmm. notice that too, I like that that ending of it though because when you taste it, you're like, oh, I'm oh, I'm an adult, right? <laughs> 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 for sure, <laughs> it is definitely a very IPA tasting IPA. This is mean? not <laughs> for <laughs> like the uh, the craft beer person that is, or actually, I guess you're not in a craft beer. So the person that like you know intro Heart to craft cider. beer, it's not. It's not for you. <laughs> yeah. This is like strictly for like the ones that love their hops. It's America, and especially specifically Michigan, uh-huh. we love fucking IPAs. Yeah, we sure Facts. do. <laughs> yep. It's the Midwest, yeah. I yep. think. Yep, for sure it is. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that. I'll definitely go try this brewery out with you. Definitely. And I highly recommend everybody go to Collect, by the way. Kyle, you, all, you owe me an endorsement. <laughs> Who did the cover art? This is amazing. I, I know it's really cool. No, actually, I do love this though. If if they do this again, they should definitely. Um, there's an artist in Detroit. His name is Prism. Through he goes by three one three Prism, and oh. he does uh, very similar pieces and like NFTs and all kinds of stuff. Oh, cool! And I'm like, oh, this is this for kind of, but this is very sweet. I I really want to know who the artist is. Yeah, I do too. I think there's uh. Me, me and E-Man talk about this on the podcast, but you probably haven't heard it from us. We talk about how important cover art is all the time because yep. I pick shit that's out. That's how we pick our music. <laughs> that that's how we, yeah. we pick our music. That's how we pick our beer. That's how we pick a lot of stuff on here. Yeah, but um, anyway, since we have a guest in the studio today, that's instead of it. getting right into something old, something new, let's get into, um, first I should say, E-Man, how did you come across this lovely, talented artist? And then we can get into uh, your music. <laughs> All right. So, once upon a time, right, I was at Willis Show Bar, right? <laughs> Shout out to Willis Show Bar. Shout out to Will. Will. The band is dope. Shout okay. out to Timmy Blackman. Shout out to Anna. Like, all of them, they yeah. play there all the time. Uh, I was like, oh, shit. I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> she is a dope violinist. <laughs> I had to like we should probably get her on the podcast. So that's when I reached out and I was like, "Hey, would you like to come on the podcast someday?" 
And now we're and here. And now we're here. <laughs> it's so funny because he, he goes, I didn't know you sang, too. I go, yeah, I do. And I'm like, not, not, <laughs> not, only, not only do you sing, but you have like a super buttery, awesome, melt me Aww. type of voice, and it's awesome. And not only do you have <laughs> a super buttery like voice, you also are a sneakerhead. I am. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a whole story itself. Oh, jeez. I'm looking like, I don't have, I like, fuck eBay. I could just hit you up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You don't need, don't even worry about that. Like, you know, shout out to StockX for hey. being StockX, but, you know, <laughs> try to offer the same prices. Well, All right, so I'm curious about something. <laughs> so being that you're a multifaceted artist, um, did you play, did you start with violin first or with singing first? So I actually started with piano. Oh, with piano. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I started with piano first and I have really severe ADHD. So I'm pretty sure I was like ding 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 <laughs> ding ding. Um when I was maybe like 2 or 3. My parents are very uh hmm I don't know what the word is, but <laughs> they're go-getters. They're like, mm, we want you to be successful. Oh, so, right, exactly. Right, thanks, right. Mom and Dad. No, I appreciate it, though. Uh-huh. But they were like, all right, my two-year-old, let's enroll her in piano. I'm like, <laughs> I'm two. I don't even freaking remember this at all. And then I guess when I was three, they took me to the DSO, and they asked me to point out an instrument that I wanted to learn. And I just, I guess I kept looking, and I'm looking, and then I heard a song, and then I pointed to the violin Oh, nice. after the song. So I started that when I was three. You started when you were three. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. And how old were you when you decided to start with the singing? Oh, man. <laughs> so I've always done some singing, but I wanted to stay in the background for a really long time. I was very self-conscious about it. I used to have this thing where I would tell people um, in order for them to hear me sing, turn around and face the wall and don't look at me. And then you can hear me sing. <laughs> and at some point uh kevin christian shout out to him he plays uh at the willis show bar as well but him and hugo biggs they actually are my two mentors they forced me to kind of get out of that and stop telling people to go in a corner just to listen to me <laughs> <laughs> because that's a really freaking weird and me, it's like why are you sending me into punishment they're literally like why are you putting us into punishment just to listen to you i don't understand i was like i never thought of it that way holy shit <laughs> so yeah that's what's up so like how like just how is your journey i just want to hear about your journey like how did you get into like performing and everything like that like oh man um Again, shout out to Kevin and Hugo. So uh, there was a moment in time that I had where I was working on, um, I mostly did classical music or like musicals and things like that. And I really wanted to break out of that. It felt like, oh, this is, this. it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I still love musicals. I love Disney. Okay. Nothing wrong <laughs> Huge with it. fan. Hamilton in the Heights, whatever you want to call it. But I, I needed to get out of um, that because it was becoming too uh, mundane for me at the time. And when I wanted to do that, I didn't know how. So Kevin and Hugo actually really encouraged me because at one moment in time, I wanted to give up music. Mm -hmm. I definitely wanted to, not even just because of that, but I was in a relationship that didn't allow me, uh, or I let it not allow me 
work on music because of their insecurity, unfortunately, uh, in the music industry. Because it is, you know, mostly men in, in the mm-hmm. music industry. Oh, yeah. And cutthroat. And, yeah, it's very <laughs> cutthroat. And so they were not comfortable. And I was like, well, I just want to be a really good girlfriend and wife and whatever. And that was not, that's not key, ladies, at mm-hmm. all. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. No, and, and guys, too. Don't, like, if you have a talent, please please you know let Agreed. it grow let it grow and and f- and feed it with you and your heart and soul but yeah i i started to step away and then i ran into hugo biggs and he was in a studio session of a friend of mine and the friend of mine was like you can come in and just listen i would go in and just draw i was just going to draw for it to be therapeutic mm-hmm. but as it turned out um Hugo was in there and he's like this rapper who's like a bigger guy, has a baby face. But as soon as he starts rapping, you're like, who the hell are you? (laughs) Whoa! Like, I was so impressed. And so he wanted to hear more about my story. And so I kind of told him, I was like, well, I guess I do this and I guess I do that. So he took me to this studio called, um, it's not there anymore, unfortunately, but Tapwater Productions. And I don't know if you guys know Dylan Wade, I think, uh, mm-hmm. maybe. Oh, well, he's he's dope. Um, he looks kind of like Jesus, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he's Got the Very, Jesus flow? Yes. Jesus no, flow. like the hair, the, the clothes, everything. We, tell, oh, we used to tell him that all the time. <laughs> he's actually like, he'll do mixing and mastering now, but he does it just at home and he's in the wilderness somewhere. We don't know where the hell he is. <laughs> we send him our stuff, so it's cool. But yeah. Um, Got he, the, Mar- the Rick Rubin thing yeah, going with it. He's so cool. <laughs> Dude, he's so sweet. But yeah, Hugo had set up a, a studio. He used to do this all the time. We call him our music godfather because he would set up studio uh, time and he kind of tricked me. <laughs> I thought it was for him and I thought I was just kind of helping him. And he goes, no, this is your time. Like, this is your turn. And I go, I don't even know what the hell to do with myself. Like, I literally don't know what to do. I don't, I felt like I didn't know how to write lyrics. I didn't know how to anything. He goes, you write poetry, right? I said, oh, shit, you're right. That's correct. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got started with some music, and, and Kevin was also, Kevin Christian, was very encouraging. So he got me into the performance aspect. I was so scared of the mic. I used to just jump like that. <laughs> just <laughs> Every time I, I was near a microphone, and he put me in an artist boot camp, so to speak. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, no, I'm making you look at yourself. I'm making you look at other people. And it wasn't until I started to perform my own songs and not just you know other songs by other people, which amazing. But once I did that, I realized there were women who identified with my story. There were men who identified with my story. There were they, them, everyone identified with the story that I had, and I didn't. I didn't believe that could exist. It mm-hmm. was really cool. That's beautiful. I'm glad man. that like, you got out of yeah. that too, because that's you know that's really common amongst artists is the per- the the aspect of performing live like freaks the shit out of people. You I know, mean, like, anx- anxiety shit's real. That's it that's, is. that's <laughs> what started. Like you know, I don't know if you know the um, what was his name? Avicii was the Avicii. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he killed himself. Um, I mean, out of depression, yeah. out of uh, his drinking problem and stuff yeah. like that, but. He, his drinking problems started because he was so afraid to perform on stage that he would get loaded every time he'd perform. That actually used to be my vice. Yeah. So, like this, I finally, for the first time in my life, I really love me. That's I awesome. Super that's, duper fucking love me. That's, that's great to hear. <laughs> that's really, I like that. That's, that's great. Per- yeah. I, I had, don't think I've ever um, gotten to that point, and I couldn't get to that point before because 
a let me just straight up say I love beer and wine, okay? Mm-hmm. I love both, and I really love Dominican rum. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like the 151 proof from, like, New York City, you can't get here. Oh, Ooh. man. Puerto Rican and Dominican rum from out there is, oh, my gosh, so good. <laughs> you don't even want to know. But I, I had gotten to a point where I was um, – I, I actually have uh, – so I have bipolar disorder, and I'm pretty open about it, um, especially because I teach as well, violin, voice, and piano, and most of my kids struggle with ADHD or bipolar disorder or anxiety. And it's the, it's the most interesting thing to see yourself in, like, basically little versions of, of you and going, oh, I remember those times. I remember that. And so for a while with that and not understanding how to process my emotions health in a healthy way, mm-hmm. I would drink. I would smoke to the, like, to ridiculous points. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm super addicted. But it was like, hey, you're avoiding you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, oh, you're, yeah. you're speaking to someone. That you're like, are you I telling mean, my we, story? I get oh, it. Um, yeah, we are. Yeah, we've yeah. all been here. We, we've uh, been there. <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of, um, I had... Started on a journey, I think it might have been the end of 2018. It was. It was December 2018. And I was busy doing those things and, like, totally human band-aiding with someone I definitely didn't need to date at the time. (laughs) And uh, Because that can be a vice, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 1,000%. (laughs) So I, I sort of remember looking up and going, this ain't it. Like, this can't, this can't be it. You're, there's something, there are a lot of things that you're not facing. I didn't realize I hadn't grieved so many different things in my life because I was so busy just like, all right, I just need to keep going. I just need to keep going. Like, if I stop now, then the world might fall apart. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, the world actually didn't fall apart, and I needed to fall apart to be put back together the right way. Yep. I'm with you on that too. Like avoidance is like such a big thing. Like when things are at the worst is what I'm usually try to stay the busiest (laughs) because I'm like, oh, let me just just do a million things so I don't have to think (laughs) and face the problems said (laughs) that are going on right now in my head. Especially (laughs) like that. Yeah, 2018 was an interesting year. It's funny you mentioned December 2018 because that's when I had I had a breakdown around that time as well. Because that's when my mom passed away, like in January. Wow. Neil, you were part of all this. So we started Mm -hmm. the podcast around September. So. That happened in January, and then I was, like, traveling a lot, just kind of keep my high, my mind off of it. Uh. I went to L.A., I went to uh, New Orleans, I went trying to do that. And then I was like, all right, let me work on some music stuff. So I put out that out. I put out Be Careful, Be Safe in October. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a tribute to my mom. And then I was still traveling a little bit. I went to Denver, and I went to Asheville for some beer, for Beats and Brews stuff. Mm-hmm. And then around, like, November, December-ish, and I was like, dude, I avoided just grieving right? yeah. <laughs> and just like 100%. all caught up with you at once so oh. I, I get it like it's, a it's rough because i wasn't just it was like uh the relationship that i had been in it wasn't there were multiple relationships that i just kept going into that were not good for me and the one that was nine and a half years i didn't properly grieve that I was like, that was basically a divorce, kid. Like, you realize that, right? Like, that was a whole A divorce. And then, but I was, I'm grateful that I'm at the point of my life that I am now because I think that now I'm able to grieve differently in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. It's difficult, nonetheless, because this year, um, those of us who are at the living room, we lost an incredible friend, probably a 
a friend I had since I was like for 15 years mm-hmm. and his name was Gerard Rayford, J Tesla, RIP. And, uh, he passed away due to COVID. Oh, oh I'm man. sorry to hear that. Thank you. And that was probably besides my grandma, who was like my mom basically in a way and raised me. That was the hardest thing. And I was grateful that I didn't have all my old vices because I probably would have self I love that you're a teacher as well, too. And then you, how you said that you, like, see, like, the... You see yourself, like, in the kids that you teach. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. And I was like, okay, so you kind of give party like, this insight. You're kind of like the big homie to these kids, if you want to think of it like that. <laughs> like, if you really think about, like, hey, I did all this shit. I did all this, like, you know, like, stuff fucked up shit. I'm kind of here just so to guide <laughs> yeah. you in a way that you don't go the route I did. Yes. Deal. So that's why I, I, res- I love and respect that so much. Like, it's like your way of, like, a second chance almost. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes, a thousand percent. And it's so interesting because I've taught at um, music schools that were actually out this way in Canton and and whatnot at uh, Gross Point Music Academy with the Canton branch. And then I've also taught at, like, a nonprofit in southwest Detroit and the kids are are all dealing with different things but in different ways and i've noticed it like the kids in southwest like i never could have imagined you know i've i've i had one girl um sorry this is getting a little dark no it's but, okay. it's been <laughs> that's been the theme of this i was episode, just I, unfortunately no, 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 no before you even, got here we were yeah. talking about this stuff. is a conversation that we've been having in the last few weeks too yeah. so i know it's yeah, yeah, trans- no. welcome to hear yeah, yeah tell your sure. story yeah. we want to hear it the, so, yeah. um there was a, a young girl and uh she was from southwest and when i first got there she was cunning and i could i knew i knew because i recognized and i was once that girl and mm-hmm. i remembered and i looked at her so i said hey i want you to come come with me and just talk to me for a minute it wasn't you know i didn't want to reprimand her i wasn't doing any of those things but i just wanted to hear what was going on so i said all right so this is coming from someone who used to do this mm-hmm. okay i was like i just want to know what is it that you're trying to process that doesn't seem to be coming out right now. Mm-hmm. And if you can't say it, I want you to just scream, just yell, just yell in this hallway. And so she just yelled for like a solid three minutes. And then she looked at me, she started crying. She said, thanks, miss. I really needed that. And I said, you know what? I get that. Me too sometimes. And I said, Pinky promised me that you won't cut yourself anymore. And I will stay and teach here until you graduate from high school. And she said, you promise? And I said, I promise. I just said, Pinky promised. So Pinky promised, and she was just about to graduate. And uh, they sent her father back to Mexico. And after four years of not cutting, she cut. And I saw the two cuts, and we talked, and I found out that's what happened with her dad. And I said, look at me. I was like. That's not what he wants you to do. Mm -hmm. He's in Mexico right now, but he wants you to graduate. He wants you to be healthy. Like, don't for a second let anything else rob you of your joy. Mm -hmm. Because this is not okay. And she said, I know, miss. She said, and I said, if you don't do it again, I will be at your graduation. She didn't do it again. That's I awesome. went to her graduation that's, at Kobo. That's awesome. That's got, amazing. I love that it had a happy ending. I was yeah. Like, oh, well, man. I mean, it's she's, also she's awesome great. that you know that's what I mean. That's we don't talk about how the importance of teachers enough. I don't think because no. like that's it's mm-hmm. all, just to have that you know to know that world, someone man. else has gone through Facts. that and someone else has figured out a way to process it and you know can offer advice and that's interested in music as well. You know, you can yeah. find common ground with someone else. It and you know that's another thing too that we've been talking about and I'm not happy that 
bad and tragic things have happened to you in your life, but it most certainly loads the clip for content when it comes to your creative outlet and making music. We've had this whole discussion. It's been like the theme of the last month. We've had a whole (laughs) hour conversation about why like why is like sad music the best music and i hate that we've had to, I, I hate it yeah because it's like I, you mean, gotta put yourself as an artist art in, in an artist brain i'm just thinking else. like from a brain of an artist right you have to bring out all this emotion like all this past trauma like this is trauma you're dealing with like oh, you're yeah. putting into like words you're putting into like notes you're putting into lines you're putting the lyrics like and everything yeah. like that and it's all coming out and it's just like man that's just such a like and I, I don't Rush, really, you dude, know, I don't trick. think it's necessarily that we're like people don't want to hear that content because we're like glutton for punishment or anything. But I think it's more so that like <laughs> you, have to to you. That you have somebody outlet, to relate to you. You have somebody to relate. Like how you said it. Like, like you oh, like like when you said like shit. there's people that connect like that you never thought would connect to you. Every oh, you sure. never know with somebody. I mean, you could have a conversation. I could have a conversation with Eric right now. I could have a conversation with you right now. I could have. I'm having a conversation with you right now. I mean. I don't know what's going on in your guys' head. Right, I'm just for going sure. by what you're telling me and stuff yep. like that. Nobody know. Everybody's dealing with like a struggle and, that we don't know what's going and on. Just with. from personal so, yeah. experience, just from personal experience, most people that are going through some hard or that go through a lot of bad shit, like panic attacks, anxiety, are pretty fucking great at wearing a mask. Like I am pretty awesome at showing you nothing about what's going on really <laughs> behind closed doors with me. Like I can be in the worst depressed state in my life, but I will present. Like a person that's okay, like generally okay, like in public. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it, it depends. I think when it comes to like people who don't know me very well, I can. And then with people who actually know me really on a deep level, they can read me. Mm-hmm. Like they go, uh, it was all over your face. What are you talking about? And I'm like, no, was it? Yes, it was. But people who don't know me, no, they have no clue. I bet you playing <laughs> violin probably is a pretty awesome outlet for that too, because like it's just like a beautiful sound. Which one do you <laughs> like more, violin or piano? Uh, playing or listening to? Hmm. You know what? I wasn't both. even thinking about it. Both. Yeah, sure. <laughs> playing the violin for sure. I um, I feel more through it. It's become my other limb. Like when I was 21 was when I broke out of the classical thing and I had to start relying on my ear. And that was very interesting. So I'm basically creating sheet music in my head that you guys can't see, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you guys get to hear. And then when it comes to listening, that's tough. Uh, I can't decide. It's a, it's a, it's 50-50. It's 50-50. I feel like piano is like, I mean, there's so different things, but like piano is so important because I feel like most people start the writing process on a piano, you know what I mean? When it comes down Sometimes. to forming the song. I mean, <laughs> not just the piano, you got yeah. like even version of like a MIDI keyboard or something mm-hmm. like that too. It's always yeah. some kind of version. That's so, yeah. true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the, um, the majority of my songs are um, usually have like three different producers. So it's Kevin Christian. Um, Barry, aka um, BC, the real keys, and then also uh, Ashton Woods. Those three, I choose them because they know me. They got to know me. Like my pro- like my producer has to actually really know me, because then they're able to reach into layers of music that uh, explain exactly how I feel. Like Kevin and I have been friends since two thousand and eight, maybe. 2009 something like that and so i can just look at him and go i'm feeling really sad right now i need for you to just play some chords or i'm angry can you just play some chords and we come up with stuff 
and there are like three songs that eventually you guys will get to hear this year in like maybe a couple months i think three months or so hey. yeah <laughs> that um have have those emotions in it mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm excited place. about this i am and i i know e-man said that he's seen you before live but i haven't so I, i'm assuming though that you incorporate all of this into your live show playing and singing and yeah playing and singing and and, and speaking are you from detroit where are you from by the way I'm <laughs> <laughs> so i'm from everywhere um, uh, real life i'm adopted actually okay so um my mom i say that word a lot i don't like that stop saying so mirage oh i I'm do back. too <laughs> i have crush words too <laughs> mine is like oh <laughs> no you're not that guy uh, i'm trying to I'm curse like, less I'm on like, the podcast i curse too? a lot as a crush oh. <laughs> I, I think i'm way worse than you yeah you might point. be worse i am way worse than you at this point so <laughs> i'm sorry um but yeah i'm um i'm adopted my i'm biologically i am um both black and latin and my mom, who adopted me, is Lebanese and Palestinian. My dad, who adopted me, he's white, but, like, Irish, and you can go back in there and, and find all that stuff, apparently. And then my younger brother is Pakistani, Afghani, and Italian, and my older one is Turkish and German. So you're representing the cultural you rainbow. We're the UN. <laughs> you got we the are whole the UN. Rainbow going, I tell people all the time, we're the UN. Welcome to America. <laughs> yeah. So much. We represent. Um, but uh, we grew up. Everywhere, Detroit, Dearborn, uh, Bloomfield Hills, back to Dearborn, Detroit, just I've been all over constantly. the place, too. <laughs> yeah, and then I personally, after that, have lived uh, in New York. Um, I did a back-and-forth thing in Chicago for a couple years. Same thing with New York. It was, was kind of sick. I don't know what I was thinking. I want to go to New York so bad. I, I feel like New York is a great place. I've never even been there. <gasps> no. I've, never, I've never been to New York, oh either. Here, I've never been to New York, either. But... <gasps> I feel like New York is a great oh. place. It's kind of like how I feel about L.A. It's Wait, you've never been to New York? Why do you root for the Jets? My aunt is from New York. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute. I thought maybe you were like. No, my aunt, my aunt <laughs> preached Joe Namath for most of my life. Oh, and no. then I got in at Vinny Testaverde. And then I got, oh, no. and I started watching around Mark Sanchez. <laughs> so, got it. Got <laughs> it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Mark. No, it's funny because I've never been. Well, I've driv, drove through it just like an airplane thing where I had to we rent a car and drive home because the pl- flight got canceled. But I've never actually spent any time there. And I feel like such a kinship to it because i listen to ebro in the morning every day which is oh a radio on hot 97 yeah. and so like i know all this shit about new york like i know all their like candidates that are running for mayor and all this because i like hear oh so God. much of their local stuff but yeah no i really want to visit it no you both should definitely go it's especially now that it's open again mm-hmm. there oh man that was the city that i first got to when i when i went there for like really really for the first time by myself it was the first place i learned how to be alone without being alone like there's so many people in the city so i had this routine because i used to be a mad insomniac not anymore i'm old jk not really (laughs) (laughs) when i my insomnia was super heavy i would just take the subway from brooklyn go into times square i would ask for a cup of steamed milk or steamed like coconut milk or whatever from starbucks they would give that to me and then I would pour a hard cider into that. So it was like <laughs> this drink. And I would sit in the middle of Times Square with headphones on that were noise canceling, listen to any music I wanted, and just people watch until maybe 4 or 5 in the morning. Yeah. And then I would get on the train and go back home while the sun was coming up. 
It was one of the coolest things you ever get to People do. watching in New York is probably like, oh, it's got to be interesting. <laughs> anywhere else. <laughs> so good. The stories you come up with. Amazing. And, and then the subway system is a whole other level of people watching. Oh, man. That's, that's a whole, oh, man. Oh, man. The things you see on the subway, there's nothing like it. But you guys should definitely go. I definitely yeah, want it's on, it's on my list for sure. I've never been. I've been to L.A., and I always picture like New York being kind of like L.A. It's a great city to visit. I would never live there, though. Yes. Yes, I, it, living trying to live there was very interesting, but they are, man, is they are some extra hustlers. Yeah. I have never seen anything like it. I, I mean, I thought I was, you know, like concrete I, jungle where dreams are made of. <laughs> literally, literally, they. I, I was. It was a sixteen-year-old. He had figured out. Um, everyone thought he was just a professional photographer taking pictures at. They have uh, all these different setups for the holiday in New York. They have this huge thing at Saks where the lights light up and it's basically like a Disney show, right? And there are these huge ornaments that people take pictures by. This kid had this setup with a camera, um, a professional light and everything. He would take the pictures and then send them to the people uh, that he took the pictures of through his phone or through the camera or something via Wi-Fi. And I talked to him, I go, how old are you? He goes, oh, I'm 16. And I said, <laughs> what are you, is this, like, did the city hire you to do this? He goes, oh, no, this is how I make my extra money. Oh. I figured all the tourists come here for the ornaments and such. I could take your family photos for you and send them straight to you. <laughs> what a racket he had. <laughs> right? I sat back like, man, he's got it figured out at 16. He knew exactly what wow. to do. That kid is going far in yep, life. Yep, for sure. <laughs> that going... That's all over New York. That's that's, that's the sick. crazy part. And one day I remember um, I performed. I was a, an assistant on a video set. I was a makeup assistant and then helped with the fashion show and went home. I was Damn. exhausted. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I bet. But but go, especially if you love music. Yeah, You're here. that's yeah, th- yeah. So that's the reason I want to go. Is so like I'm a big fan of Robert Glasper. <gasps> a, I mean, awesome oh, jazz yeah. piano player, uh, and he does all these residencies that I think it's called the Blue Note. The Blue Note. Yeah, yeah. and he's always bringing out all these special guests. Like he'll bring out just all of a sudden, Most yeah. Def is out on stage with him, yeah. and like Talib Kweli's coming out, and like yeah. I really really want to. One of them he had uh, Chris Dave playing drums, yeah. and I'm like. Yeah, I want to go see that for sure. <laughs> he, he was incredible when he was here. I got to see him here thanks to Barry. Yeah, thank Mr. Real Keys. And, oh, man, but seeing him in New York at the Blue Note, yeah. We saw a really special show a couple years. Well, this is not, I always say a couple years ago, but I, I always feel like this, last year didn't happen. Are you talking about the one ago. at uh, Deluxe Flux? No, no, no. He, Robert Kama? Glasper wasn't there for that. That was Kareem Is that Kama- Is that Kamazi Washington, that one? No, right. Robert Glasper was um, so. This is like three or four years ago at Jazz Fest. Um, Common, Kareem Riggins, and Robert Glasper did a Jay Dilla tribute set, and yep. it was beautiful. And it was like Ooh. the forming yeah. of their August Green Band. It was like the first show they played together, and it was like fucking magical. <laughs> yeah, oh, beautiful. I know, I love it. so good. <laughs> yeah, New York has music on every single corner. I bet you I wake bet. up, go to sleep. There's yep. music everywhere. That's how when That's I, how I when I was in like New Orleans, it was like. It's a lot of that. Oh, yeah. lot of, like, I've never sure. been there. New I Orleans wanna. is New Orleans. Here's the thing: there's more than New Orleans than just Bourbon Street. I was going oh, I out know. there right I, now. I, I there is way more. <laughs> but no, like when I we were just walking around, we went there for a bachelor party. We were just walking around, and it was just like 
that kind of like that tank in the bangas like kind of like vibe oh. to it where it's just like that whole new orleans like sound like it was like on every other everywhere corner. For yeah sure. it was great yep that's amazing I w- i'm gonna go one day i hope so so before we move into our something old something new segment the last thing i wanted to ask you is what are you currently working on yes what, what do we got oh, going man. in the works for you right now <laughs> So I have a project that I, <laughs> I've been working on for a while. I just, I keep saying, oh, I'm going to release it then. I'm going to release it then. <laughs> and it never really felt right. And um, we're finally, you know, finishing it up. And it's so weird. But it's called ADHD, which stands for Angels, Demons, Hearts, and Dreams. I like it. I, lo- <laughs> I love the uh, acronym. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not not Kendrick. But you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but ADHD. But um it's going to be a slew of different songs including the two that um are already up and i may have uh i'm gonna be releasing a single with uh barry okay the real keys as well and i may have that today if you guys Ooh. want oh, that to shit, play yeah. that just yes <laughs> exclusive <laughs> yeah, <I absolutely> do. <laughs> eric throw some air horns on this part yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I have I have two exclusives that nobody else has ever heard. I would before, love so. to do that. Should we play them now, or do you want to rock it out at the end of the episode? We should rock it out in the end. Okay, I'll yeah. rock it out at the end then. <laughs> All right, for sure. But that's what I'm working on now. That and um, I have a, a string uh, quintet, so we're actually working on some string arrangements for different people. That's awesome. So you're serious about this stuff. I love oh, it. Yeah. I love I'm it. all over the place, but I, I'm here for it. And I don't know too many, um, like singing violin playing sneaker there's one that i Remember really like the girl liked. from the kanye videos does she do any Mary singing Benari? yeah she never sang but okay. she was actually who inspired me to not play classical anymore really yeah okay. Mary benari was like my first you know who's another one that i really like so i'm kind of oh, new no. to her um oh, no. so she's uh, she's on stone's throw records which is a record label i love because okay. they like house all the weirdos her name's uh, Sudan Archives. Yeah, she's really dope. I love really her. Dope. She's really dope. She's and she really doesn't dope. do traditional no, type music either. It's very experimental. Yeah. I love it. Yep. I love it. And she's beautiful. Gorgeous. She is. Have you she ever, is. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of, have you ever seen like the guy in the wolf mask in Ann Arbor? Yeah. That plays the yes, I have. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen this, Neil? I don't know oh, who he God. is so, for real. Uh, I think Arbor, <laughs> Bru- I want to say Arbor Brewing actually did a beer based on that guy. Shut yeah, up. I, really? I, I want to see if I can find it. I know. I. Yeah, I think it's Arbor Brewing. But yeah. So this guy, he wears like a wolf's mask, and you can just yeah. see him around downtown Ann Arbor on Main Street, just playing violin all the fucking time. <laughs> like That's awesome. he did it all Wait, like twenty nineteen. Like I have seen this guy. You ha- you have to you have, have you have, have to have seen this guy. To have. He is like, famous. It's very you popular. Said that, it's just like I got like a weird like image flash in my head. I'm like, like think of like a werewolf. Have. Like yeah, oh, yeah. oh these exist. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, anyways, since we're already running a little long, we're going to switch into our segment that we run every week. It's uh, called, for you that you don't know yet, it's called Something Old, Something New, mm-hmm. where E-Man and I talk about um, new projects that came out this week that we're listening to, and then we usually run down one or two old ones from, you know, can be from anything from five years ago to 55 years ago. Well, so that's kind of what we do with it. And um, I think I had... Well, actually, I should kick it to E-Man to do his little intro first before I kick it off with something old. <laughs> Eric, you ready? <laughs> oh, that, that, you ready? that laugh. <laughs> I'm scared. Something, 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 new, 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 new. He's going to reverb the fuck out of it. It's going to be great. It's going to reverb the fuck out of it. <laughs> 
Do it, do it. Well, I think I had E-Man kick it off last week with yes, something old, did. so I will kick it off this week. And keeping in the theme of Pride Month, uh, since we're run- rounding out the last week here, at least on the podcast for uh, Pride Month, I went with someone who is heralded as, you know, kind of like the poster child for um, glam rock music and kind of being different, you know, kind of, you know, he would wear makeup and girls clothes a lot and platform shoes and um, and he came out as bisexual years later in his career, but that is T-Rex and uh, the album is called Electric Warrior. It came out in 1971. Okay. Um, Mark Bolin is the lead singer of T-Rex who I was just speaking about. Um, it is super fucking cool music and like I say the word cool because that's exactly how it feels when you're listening to it like the guitar tones are just like they just feel fucking cool they have this awesome fuzz to it and mark boland's voice was really cool he unfortunately died a long long time ago um at the age of 29 years old he was just like i think a month shy of his uh 30th birthday when he was killed in the car accident um but he has just phenomenal music i'm a giant fan let me pull up t-rex as we do so i can give you guys a little clip um yeah awesome awesome music <laughs> i actually got to shout out my friend Catman, who was the one that put me on to t-rex uh, to Cat, years ago that um yeah he's definitely a big fan of t-rex and mark bolin here we go electric warrior you guys have heard probably uh bang a gong that's like probably their biggest song or single off that but i want to play um the motivator so here's a little bit of the motivator off electric warrior by t-rex I'm gonna cut it off. Right yep. Let's <laughs> say you know those labels. Those labels are watching. They they've hit us before. They'll do it again. But yeah, if you're unfamiliar with uh, the lovely music of T-Rex, they have a slew of albums. This is like technically their second album is T-Rex, um, but it's their sixth album together making music. They performed out under Tyrannosaurus Rex before they shortened it to T-Rex. Um, but <laughs> it's yeah. a mouthful. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Uh, T-Rex is a little bit easier. Yep. But yeah, go look look Mark Bolin up, too, because he's cool. His style is awesome. Like He always wore this top hat. He had really frizzy hair with like platforms on, but he was a badass guitar player and shit. Yeah, he's really cool. Um, but yeah, so that would be my something old for this week, and now I can kick it off to E-Man. I did not go that far. I did not go <laughs> that far in the basket. However, I do want to give a couple shout-outs. Like we talked about uh, Reasonable Doubt is 25 years old today. Yes, yes it is. That's one. And then I found out that Nelly's Country Grammar turned 21 today. Jesus oh, Christ, did it really? Oh, you not? <laughs> and, but I decided to even go, I decided to go a little bit more recent than that. I decided to go to a 10-year anniversary okay, this okay. year. And we're gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it in Detroit. Actually, I'm okay. gonna go. Big Sean's finally famous. The album turned hey. ten. Oh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
This was actually my least favorite Big Sean album, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. I I love Big Sean. This was my least favorite Big Sean project, (laughs) just on the grand scheme, because I actually went back and listened to uh, Hall of Fame. I like that a lot Mm, more now than I did when it came out. But uh, going back to uh, Finally Famous, you know, you have singles such as Ass, 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 ass on here. <laughs> you had that. Well, you like had memories. Something. You had I do it. You had Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. There was a oh, lot Marvin of Gaye and Chardonnay. Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay is a classic, man. Yeah. And I was always like, I Big Sean was all. I love Big Sean, but he was always one of those ones that kind of inconsistent to me as far as like totally. quality sometimes because like some every other project is great to me. Oh, they put out a 10th anniversary deluxe edition. Yes, by they the did. I uh, had the freshman 10 uh, song on there, and I think he had a. Three or four more songs added to it, but yeah. He had Lupe on this album originally. It says, yeah, it's track five. Oh no, wait, this is the tenth anniversary one. No, oh, that no. was on. It says wait for wait yeah. for me. Yeah, that wait no, that was already featuring... on here. Yeah, we're featuring Lupe Fiasco. That was I already on here. That song. Why do? Maybe <laughs> was I haven't. I just didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna say like, uh, you know what? God, there's I there's a fuckload of people on here for this for this song. Let's play high with uh Chitty Bang because I haven't heard Chitty Bang in a okay. long time. Okay, he's got Dwelle on here too. Yeah. Wiz yeah. and Chitty Bang, yeah. Um, There's a lot. Rick Ross, Pusha T, John Legend, Nicki Minaj, Kanye West, Roscoe Dash, Lupe, Chris Brown. Dream. I do it. (laughs) All right, so here is a little bit of High featuring uh, Wiz Khalifa and Chitty Bang, uh, Finally Famous by Big Sean. One of my favorite blog era albums. Or not albums, but one of my favorite blog era artists. (laughs) Do it. Do it. (laughs) What I said. Uh, I don't give a fuck about anything that you're telling me Cause right now it's all irrelevant I'm so high I won't remember it And I wish that this could last forever But maybe one night is even better Real nigga man, all the people I plotted with Is the same ones I'm dividing the profits with Now I'm in the building like two planes, bitch Kicking in with my shirt off on some Luke Kane shit Oh really? Sleeping up like I grew fangs, bitch I come alive in the night on some Bruce Wayne shit Living my life, getting high payments Fucking with some new bras and they high maintenance and they wearing high heels crips and wear on high heels tits sitting high rolling zips getting high man everything that's a little bit of high for you out of big sean right. good picky man right. um, so we didn't really we didn't you warn you up on hand, no. ahead of time did you have a something old uh just some old music that you're listening to right now that's kind of that you're feeling yeah, I, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm. I'm <laughs> oh, my spotiffy is all over the place. Let me just. I'm that's that's exactly how mine is. My, <laughs> I have a, a playlist called uh, Bay, which is means break and emote. <laughs> that's like ironic, in a way. <laughs> in a way. Uh, um. Let's see. Uh. I've been kind of really feeling uh, either Thundercats old album. Ooh. <laughs> Drunk. <laughs> I yes. It's phenomenal. What was the one before that? Uh, the one with uh, I just want to party. He just mean a hearing. That's on Drunk. No, that wasn't. Yeah, it is. That was before that. It was. It was before That's, it. But it was but before sh- it. Oh shit! It's X. That was before is that. It? That was before Drunk. Right. I think it was. I believe, oh yeah, you're I right. Yeah, 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 you're right. It is. But yeah, drunk has been a uh, a whole thing lately. Or apocalypse. Don't think that one. Or <laughs> or some old like PJ Morton stuff. Ooh. PJ Morton's so dope. So Let's go. Good. With, which? Let's pull up. 
That's Funny a name we, that's a name we do not say that often. PJ yeah. Morton is PJ, awesome. If you're unfamiliar with PJ Morton, PJ Morton makes amazing gospel music. He got his start, well, not like got his start, but his fame a little bit by playing in Maroon 5 for a little bit, but yeah. then he left, and I'm glad he did because he makes way fucking better music. Well, it was even before <laughs> that, like he was heavy in the gospel scene yeah, because for sure. of his dad. So it was like, oh man, I can't believe. This is really happening. But yeah, Gumbo Unplugged Live has been um, big. Like, uh, go through your phone. Got it. That's, right here. That's when it or first began. Yeah. I really love that track, that uh, You Should Be Ashamed track. I think it's called Ashamed that he put out, that he's got Toby Nwigwi yes, on. so <laughs> good. Shit's awesome. That shit made me so cry. <laughs> um, here's a little <laughs> bit of Gumbo Unplugged by PJ Morton. Oops. Oh, oh, what track off here? Uh, let's do Go Through Your Phone. Go Through Your Phone. Yeah. That one's a good one. What y'all know about it? So I think we should have a, a grown-up conversation real quick. Mm-hmm. Now, me being the grown man that I am, I'm happy, if we happy in a relationship, everything's cool. You know, I'm not gonna actively sabotage and go look for something to be wrong. Ooh. That's just how I feel. Bars. I'm looking in the audience and I see some of y'all probably been through some. Oh, he's got Yeba on here too. Oh yeah, okay. for how deep is your love? I'm so obsessed with this song with Lucky Day and Yeba. Right now. <gasps> I know Zoe. Well yeah, man. So if, good. If I'm good, I, I don't wanna go through your phone, you know. Say if you're supposed to know something, it'll come to you. you know? He's coming to town, by the way, Shane Park. Uh huh. I'm, I'm gonna go see him it. again. Took yeah, I'm gonna get tickets to that too. Yeah. See, I get scared from the thought mm. of someone else having your heart. Keon Harold's on here too. And I don't wanna have to restart. Mm. See, I could go somewhere yeah. Ooh, and I'm try to start over again. But it's not what I want, hey. I don't want to lose my best friend. See, we're here in love. It's what I say. And that's all you get. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hard it is for me to do that. Uh, <laughs> I know. I say, I know. everybody, they, y'all got streaming platforms. That's how you listen to us. <laughs> All right, now let's move on into something new because I have a laundry list of new projects that should be talking about. Man. That came out this I, week. I'm not, I mean, I'm gonna try and stay away from the shit that we're both gonna talk about <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I guess I will. I, I, I know there's at least. No, there's only yeah, there's two we're gonna talk about together for sure. I'm gonna start it off with the local shit, honestly. Because we're gonna go that's local? the first stuff that I listened to this week. And Okay. And um, There's a lot of good, good local drops. A friend drops. of our show who's been on here a couple times, once as a solo I think twice, right? Once as a solo he, artist. Speak mahogany, speak mahogany and solo, yeah. Um our good boy Paris, who goes under the name Deontay, Deontay Visible. Visible. Hey. Um he has a new project out with producer Shinsky. Um, he made all the beats, Deontay made all the raps, and the album is called Canvas to Canvas. And I am just like... Uh, just a dope musician, I'm by the so, way. so... Like, I, I <laughs> talked to Paris about this uh, the other day on, on DMs, and I'm like, dude, you are such a rare breed, man. I'm like, I, it's so refreshing <laughs> to hear, like, the poetic way in, you, in which you rap, the, the content matter that you rap about. He's such a student of a most... Or, um, I'm sorry. Student um, of the game, man. Student of the game, but also a student of, um, you know... Um, Homeboy Sandman and, um, you know, 
he's like, like no it's name. like, like nerdcore like, uh, mixed with like conscious mix. <laughs> and I, I had a whole hour and a half conversation with Paris on Friday. Yeah, me and him talked for a minute, and I'm like, and MF Doom. Duh. Yeah, it's just like the dude goes all over the place on this fucking project. It's and beautiful. I'm, I, I love, I love Paris, man. He's such a good guy, and he's a hell of a bass player. And so we can actually, there, so. and since it's um our friend, we can actually let this song yeah. rock. So, yeah. Um, yes. No, no, I got flagged <laughs> on my own music before. <laughs> no, That's we're fine. Happened. We're, so rock, like, no. we're rocking out with Paris today. So we're gonna give you a little bit of uh, the opening track on here. Just really caught me off guard. I mean, there's five tracks on this EP, but EP. I, yeah, <laughs> I really like, I, I really like what he's rapping about here on verse. Um, so here's verses by um, Deontay Visible. Uh, yeah. 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 Already. Let's go. On attack with the visual, verbal, criminal, subliminal. Be word, words, redefine, absurd, slurs, first, thirst, put your nerves, surf, split atoms into verse, verses, several realities, woven tapestry, galactic battleship, bring your planet to its knees. With the praying mantis, apocalyptic sneeze, to upseas, overseas, go create goals within a lease, Mona Lisa, poetry, so discreet, no beliefs, into overthrowing governments with no police, so freeze, drop and roll static, wordplay magic, sap rappers into disbelief, it's a habit, still a shot, play. Pretend action, lights, camera, fake recipe. While the medic leaves, issuing tragedies for remedies. Casually, Writing as a curse, blur ultra instinct, anime nerd. Yo, get nasty as you can. Oh, the steak revolution to a bar. Move E4, blow him like C4. What you get is what you see for. See more, oh, see more from his history. When he come around, outside <laughs> show flow. If you're kicking high, I'm hitting low. Blank check, sanction it. Tell the banks it's time to rain money and make it quick. We coming for every last dime. Generated purpose on Earth's surface. Speaking to the prime merchant, beatboxing, instrumental service. Shinsky, chef, beast, and complete feast. When we twist teeth, trying to know on these. Might as well take up a saw to your limbs. Mighty morphin sword, dying, talking heads. You know how you can tell when you meet another artist. Others say it's not work. Get a real job, but damn, I work the hardest. A master's piece is never easy, cause it sharpens on the path to perfection. Ingenious solutions without a question. Just sit back and observe the discretion. Use clues recombined into a new injection. Collections come and drag them out as resting. Testing mics like standardized testing. One, two, one, two. That boy cool. Like, his voice was like, oh, like, so good. I said, I told Paris, I was like, dude, you rap from Mars. These earthlings can't keep up, nah, bro. Man. <laughs> he literally, his texture of his voice is very unique. Isn't it's like, it great? It's like if, and please don't judge me, but it's like if, um, Method Man and Common had a baby. Yeah, right. And I was just like, oh, that grit like, is so unique, though. It's so good. Because Deep but buttery. Uh-huh. Yes! yes. Deep but buttery. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Kind of like Barry White. 
<laughs> and, and if you should also, if you're unfamiliar with his music, he's in a band, a jazz band as well called Speak Mahogany, Mahogany. where he raps and the band play you know, full and he, horn. And, and he plays, no, he yeah, plays bass. Sweet, yeah, he plays bass in it as well. Yeah. yeah. Hey, wherever yeah. you are, hit me up. <laughs> come play at Zofine Festival in August, please. Ooh, I will. Oh, yeah. I will slip oh, on that shit, word for that's... sure. How, we forgot, how, did, how did I meant to forgot to mention that? <laughs> please talk about this festival. Oh yeah. Okay. So real quick. Huh. Um. <laughs> There is a mental health festival that I'm throwing in August. So August 13th through awesome. the 15th. Yeah, and it is called Zofine Festival because we all have a tendency to just kind of uh, go into the space of like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm oh so fine, God. I'm so, I'm super fine, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You're not. So we called it Zofine. It's like turning the S like backwards because it's like, oh, man. Initially, it had started off as my 20-fine festival for my 29th birthday, but everyone <laughs> kept reading it as Zo. And as it turns out, that year we were all going through some shit at the same time. So I was like, we're going to do this again. Where's it at? It's at the Living Room. So uh, the Living Room is 286 East Grand Boulevard. It's the oh, east tight. side of oh, Detroit. Oh, <laughs> oh like, as so we come, were just talking come about. Come spend some time, okay? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be on the <laughs> east side. <laughs> we got to go to the east side. I, like I said, nothing wrong with it. Please don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's where you got to go. But it's a block from Belle Isle. Fuck it's a beautiful yeah. outdoor venue, and we're going to do three days. So the first day... Um, it's, it's more like evening, nighttime, but it's going to be like jazz and experimental music. And then uh, Saturday is just like a whole bunch of different kinds of music. People coming in from D.C. and Chicago to perform. I'm really excited about that. And then Sunday is like more like calming uh, music. And um, I'm like very, very uh, faith driven in what I do. But I like music that's, <laughs> it's funny because people are like, oh, this is like a Christian rapper. I go, yeah, don't sound like it, though. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I tend to like music like that that's not like so traditional because I'm very like, yeah, I believe in faith and I believe in prayer, but also therapy. Yeah. Therapy. Straight up. And also like, let's deal with our real problems, too. And, yeah. you know, like even though I'm a, like I said. Pray all day, every day. I will go to therapy all day, every day, and tell you you should take your meds if you need to. Agreed. I'll be that one. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. So Sunday's going to be really cool and have meditation as well. Well, that's sweet. If you need any help whatsoever with setup or any of that stuff, feel free to reach out to both of us because we're around, you know, oh, and yes. I'm definitely down to do that stuff. I would love that. And please send him my way, too, because, okay. like, that. I'll link you guys up. I'm going to so follow sweet. you on Instagram after this, so I'll link you guys up Man, and everything. But I would love for you guys to be involved in any way that you would like to. Sweet. Please. Awesome. Please do. Absolutely. But, yeah, so fine. hope you guys come be there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to go. <laughs> that sounds fun to me. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, uh, so that was my first something new. Um, what do you got, E-Man? Kick one over You know to you. we're going with my man. My <laughs> man, friend of the show. Come on now. Frost is rad dropped a single. Yeah. Come on now, man. <laughs> my boy Frost dropped a new one. McLovin slash the ugly one. Oh, man. He got this pop, he got his pop punk bag. He got in his pop punk hip hop bag on this one. Frost, you know we love you. Like I can't wait to kick it with you again. Uh, it's a dope track, man. I, re- I I love his artwork on this. By the way, he spray painted a van and just called it a Lambo. I like him. That's my mind. Thank you. <laughs> like he, like, just like such a unique dude. Just like a down to earth guy. I love his music. I love it. Just everything about the dude. The whole his whole presence is just genuine to me, and that's why I like kicking it with Frost. That's why I like <laughs> listening to his music. You, Frost, you know you're my guy, and I know you listen to the show. So. Oh, and he's yeah. been on the show <laughs> twice, too, so you've heard him on here as well. And without further ado, here is McLovin slash The Ugly One out of Frost is Red.
Hi everyone, <laughs> Frost is rad and Sadie Club. He hit his story about a boy who got upset with some people, but eventually, at the end, he worked it all out in his head. So yeah, we're cool. I'm sitting in my basement, contemplating life. A rebel in the light. If I pull up, we gon' fight. When I see the square, cause you know it's on side. You'll catch them if they fly And I ain't gotta lie Yeah, pops told me right Keep them at a distance And everything is tight I'm mostly talking shit Yo, I don't believe the hype Lambo for the weekend They can't believe my life I don't give a fuck This is nothing Bad, I'm McLovin' Yeah, got you on me You the one I'm fucking Making pop punk music with hip hop drums. And it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yo, I'm so upset. <laughs> Shout out Red, bro. Frost is uh, Red as the shit. Love that guy. Um, you know what? Also, really quick, I wanted to mention it just because it made me think of that with the style of music. I just wanted to say my prayers and thoughts are with Mark Hoppus of Blink 182. Oh, yeah, man. We just found out uh, has been battling cancer and going through chemotherapy with Jeez. cancer. So. We hope that he pulls through with all that. That that uh, that, like that that guitar line in that song from Francis Rad. We were just talking shit. about because we just played what uh, we just played what, what was it? It was like their first album. It was the anniversary last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, we played Dude Ranch. Yeah, Dude we Ranch. Yeah, we played Damn It. Yeah, Dude, it was crazy. Yeah, I was literally is. listening back to the episode that you know as we do, and I, I'm reading the news about it as it was like getting to that uh, part of the podcast. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Wow. But anyways, on to you. Is there any new music that you've been championing? Um, <laughs> championing. <laughs> um, that's hard because there's like two songs that I've been playing on repeat a lot. Um, I guess you can play clips of both if you want. But like sure. one is, um, uh, so Hugo, uh, like one of my mentors, him and the other mentor, Kevin Christian, they actually made a song together called Closure. And it's such a bop. <laughs> I'm so upset. I just, I'm in my car like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what is, is, what does he go under? Hugo. Hugo and then Space and then B-I-G-G-S. G-S, Hugo Big. And then it's a song called Closure. All right. It's got like a pink situation in the front oh, yep got it right here a uh-huh. pink sitch a pink featuring sitch kevin christian got yeah. it right here yeah here is a little bit of closure <laughs> out of hugo biggs featuring was... kevin christian yeah you can you can skip a little bit of the first one <laughs> <laughs> not on skip, some bad stuff skip it a little bit no you don't have to oh, okay. but like it's just you know because <laughs> they talk a little bit it's all okay. right
really have no words. Psych. Psych. Yeah, this is it. Okay, okay, I know that you don't really fuck with love. Okay. Don't fuck with feelings, fuck emotions, fuck you thought this was. Okay. That's what your face is saying every time my number pop up. You told me back up, so I back up and I it's a problem. See, you ain't mean it, but you meant it. Got me walking around conflicted till I fuck up with these bitches. Now I'm blocked on follow. Today was yesterday, that's why I'm living in tomorrow. That's how I survived the day to day, coping with the sorrow. Better that than a bottle. Don't open me, I'm shook up. Better than living. My life like we ain't never hook up. I know that I'm the man here, but you wrong, babe. Now that I'm gone, let the song play. I know you're that was dope, like without yeah. the drums right there. That <laughs> right. The fact that like I miss your love and your hate. <laughs> I'm like I feel that. I felt that. So, yeah, that's. The Is that one. the Kevin dude singing in the background? Yeah. Okay. He actually slightly sing raps. Sing raps in the second verse, but it's yeah, you guys That's should like definitely listen to the one of those versatile ones. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that. Well, we'll just keep it going around the circle because I know we all have a few. This we week. got you know we have the one, <laughs> the one mutual local one <laughs> yeah, we're we gonna talk do. about. Let me let me uh, Lord. you want me you want me get them on the line? Oh yeah, the, sure. Yeah, get, might as well. Yeah, call the them line. to do this. Yeah, because uh, the album that we're about to talk about is the Future by Danny Darling. Who, if you're unfamiliar, Shout out to Danny Darling, is phenomenal. Danny. And this is something that I texted her, and she's like, "That's exactly that I'm, what I was going for." So I thought it was pretty cool. I was like, well, "After my first thought after listening to this album was if Jimi Hendrix and Janelle Monae's Styles had a psychedelic love child, it might sound a little bit something like your <laughs> album." <laughs> I are, love it. We are gonna give a call to my actually a friend of the show, T Greens, who engineered the project. Oh yeah, I gotta give you the mixed the, the project <laughs> and did every all the behind the scenes stuff. Dude's a hell of a drummer, hell of an engineer, just a good hardest guy to know. Man around. He is the <laughs> hardest working man in the local scene. I he's think he's such a dope dude, and he's so sweet. Yep, like super so genuine. Sweet. And we hope to have uh, we we want to get Danny Darling on the program too. So hopefully I we can get Taylor. I, I would love to get her on the hundredth episode. That's that where I'm thinking. Yep, for a little performance action. Mm. Yep. All right, let's call T Greens. See if he picks up. He might be might be working. <laughs> but Hello, I feel like he's not gonna pick up right now, and then he'll p- call again like three right minutes. after the show. Yeah, I, I feel like either that. Hello? Oh shit! Yeah! He up. T Greens. Hey, what <laughs> Welcome to the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast, sir. Hey, what's up? What's going on, How man? How y'all doing? We are great. We are just sitting here um, discussing. Why you had to do that to that project, man? <laughs> this Danny Darling album. Why you had to do that to that Danny Darling this project? Why you had to bro. stick your foot in it and make it amazing, I bro? Just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Uh, oh, we have uh, Mirage Virtuoso here. She says she knows oh, you. Nice. So yeah. yeah oh we yeah, she's awesome. Hey, dude. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> amazing job, Heck by yeah. the way. Oh, thanks. So tell us a little bit about this project, dude. The reception. Have you guys? Have you, what have you been? hearing about it or what was the uh writing and recording process like for you guys uh tell us a little bit about it um so we got together back in like december and like it was like the winter solstice um yeah that was like the first session and i showed up i was just gonna record it and like engineer it 
and whatever. And then there like wasn't a drummer there. So like within like 15, 20 minutes, I was like basically on the kit, like playing. So I was like, they were going to like have like electronic drums or like a, a beat or something. And so like after the first session, I was like basically playing on it, I guess, uh, which is hilarious. Because I asked, I was like, yo, who, like, who's playing drums? He's like, oh, we're just going to have like a random like beat pad or something like kind of keeping time i was like oh okay and i kind of knew like then when she said that i was like okay like can i tell you what your drums, drums made me think of on this project <laughs> sure your drums made me think of mitch mitchell's drumming from Jimi hendrix experience oh man <laughs> that's, a, that's a tall i kept order. getting that vibe though <laughs> i kept getting that vibe <laughs> the whole time i was listening big to the shoes of Phil T. Greens. <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge influence on me so that's awesome i'm glad to hear that yeah i really like yeah. his drumming too but anyway we did the uh, sessions at Grove and like after the first two like coming into it no one really knew like what we were going to do like people didn't even know we were like recording an album there's like I'm just here to jam like let's go it was like that kind of vibe and after the first two sessions like we kind of like formed this idea of what like we wanted it to be like and what like vibe we wanted it to feel like more than anything so then from there, we just kind of like uh, started doing like rhythm section tracks. And like the first like the first night on New Year's Eve, we recorded like so much stuff. It was like a, a jam session that was like, I don't even know how long. It was like 10 hours or something. Oh, really? 12 hours. <laughs> it, was like, it was like New Year's Eve. So we started jamming and it was just like kept going like all night till the morning, basically. And that's where, like, a lot of the ideas for the album happened was, like, that one night. That's so awesome. So the whole album is kind of, like, supposed to feel like that night felt to us. It, <laughs> it definitely way. does, too. And that makes the uh, the little interlude section make a little bit more sense to me, too, even though it's, like... Yeah. <laughs> that interlude, like, kind of <laughs> yeah, sounds that, like... made it back was just, like, it was just... It was chaos, but it was all, like, organized chaos. To me, that like, interlude yeah. is, like, an yeah. audio representation of what it feels like to take too many mushrooms. <laughs> exactly. So that's what... That we recorded that that night, and that's what it felt like to me. And that was <laughs> just, like, a joke like recording and a joke mix I sent out to people the next day and then it wasn't even supposed to be on the album honestly but then people like kept asking about it like hey where's that one recording from that night they're like oh no it's not gonna be on there it was just you know messing around and then it found its way on there at the end it was like we have to have that on there it's so good yeah it's awesome <laughs> um so who plays? I was curious. Is does um, Danny's bandmate Nora play um, bass on here? She is. She did not play on the album. Okay. At all actually. So I was curious who was playing bass on there because there was some fucking was really some awesome bass, bass lines on this album. Yeah. I want to say so, Paris dropped too. Um, so I'm like, did Paris have something to do with this? <laughs> no, I wish, man. Dang. His new album is super hot too. Check yeah. that out. Yeah, as we we just talked about it right before that we called you. Blew me away. Me too. Yeah. Uh, but. We were super spoiled with bass players on this album. We had a different one on each song for the most part. Oh, nice. But Yosef, Yosef Diaz uh, played bass. Really? Uh, I know Yosef. On, yeah, on the first song, Sublime, and on The Age, those were done on New Year's or on the solstice, the first two sessions. Oh, damn. And then um, Tim Blackman's on the bass. Timmy Black. On nice. Down. Hey. He's My dude. guy. Shout out. Um, 
And then Dylan from Ma Baker is on the bass on nice. Future. Oh. Dude, that's tight. Um, it was literally some other dude was supposed to show up. Um, second, John, second, uh, played on uh, Femme, Femmedelic. That song. It was called, it was called La Femme. Uh, <laughs> that song is fucking awesome. That's the one I'm not going to play. I think that's my, my favorite song right. on the project, now that I think about oh, it. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. It's funny, everyone has a different favorite song. That's what I've noticed, which is awesome. That one, that LaFemme took me off La guard, Femme like and... especially because I feel like with Danny's last project, it was more like um, kind of more downplayed and so- like a softer side. So to hear all those fucking sure. horns no, and the bass She was like and... talking her shit on this project <laughs> flat yeah, out. Like sure. that's I'm like I I'm like oh she's she's coming out of the shell here. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it that's seems like it's about. getting received really well because I, I, my fucking timeline lately has been like inundated with Danny Darling shit. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Which is a like great a thing. Totally opposite direction of what she, where she was going before, mm-hmm. and so I think it took a lot of people like by surprise. They were like, "Oh wow!" Like it's a a sound that like knocks you back a little bit. It really does. <laughs> you it, hear it, so. And it definitely is still like it's definitely still her style for sure. Like you definitely get like the classic way that she like sings, yeah. you know, and crafts things. But like it definitely. Feels like she's pushing her craft a little too, so it's pretty sweet. And I'm also yeah. super thankful to her because she's one of the only concerts I saw the entire fucking pandemic. She played over at oh, really? Tangent Gallery in October when they were doing like small, uh, socially distanced oh, nice. outdoor concerts. So that was pretty fun too. Yeah, Tangent's been killing it on the They're show. They're on fire, bro. They're yeah. killing it right now. I love They're Tangent Gallery. They're yeah. for sure. Shout out to them. T Green, I just want to say you are the hardest working man in show local show business <laughs> no, for sure yeah. i just want to throw that out there and you we do don't want to take up lot. too much of your time because i'm sure you're <laughs> you probably you're probably fucking on you the phone with us mixes. in the studio if, if i had to bet right oh, now oh shit and i forgot <laughs> to uh i forgot to answer back your text and soon is the answer okay yeah no, I, I won't album, you ready for the I'm album for you ready for oh, that yeah, shit baby. all right oh yeah we got a little bit more work to do me and you specifically let's go all right man i'll get at you bro yeah, man, it's good to hear you, hear you guys' voices. Yeah, too, dude, man. you we, too. We, we want to get at you soon, man. Yeah, we would like to because we want to get Danny in the studio at some point. It would be nice to have an episode yeah. with uh, you as well because I know you've been working on a million different things, so it would be cool to catch up yeah, with all man, the projects. Yeah, man, let me know. All right, bro. I would love to. All right, we'll talk right, to you soon, all right? All right, bro. I get at you. See you around town. Peace. Right. Peace. Peace. Fucking love that guy, man. <laughs> <I just laughs> so cool. That's awesome. And uh, so, yeah, but you just heard us talking about it. We don't want to spend too much more time on it because we got a lot of things. Good thing you just gave me the augs back. I was definitely going to start <laughs> know, playing it. I was it. like, wait, I caught it. I'm like, nope. And I was, I'm not going to let, not gonna let like, you go out like minute. that. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> um, here's a little bit of La Femme off the Danny Darling's new album, The Future. This one I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's seven minutes long. <laughs> Yeah. You say you like me. 
check it out. Definitely. Oh, um, yeah. Showtime put a whole cover thing on her. So we got copies at the crib. She, oh, yeah. She's on the new Metro Times. So go check her out. You can catch her all over the place. <laughs> yeah, she's um, amazing. Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal project. Danny, we can't wait to have you on the podcast. Um, we will talk to you soon. She listens about this. to the show, I'm pretty sure. So. I think so, yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Are we getting into, do we do all the local stuff? Uh, yeah, that's all the local ones. All right, to the big boys. You already know where this one's coming. <laughs> <laughs> are we, uh, where are we going to start, man? There's two, I know there's two we have mutual. Um, I know there's two we have mutual. Doesn't matter, sure. just go with whatever. You know, <laughs> I'm going to start with the one I'm not going to take the most time on, but I still love, is the Hiatus Coyote Project. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Holy Mood very, very shite. Valiant. I didn't even expect this to come out. At all. And it's there's some parts that are very different mm-hmm. and experimental and other parts that are like, okay, this is the highest coyote that I know. But. She's fucking awesome. I mean, I mean, they're awesome. I, I, I don't know when I even started listening to them. I think I literally started listening to them because I was like, that name is fucking weird. Let's check out what this is about. <laughs> yeah, and the cover art is sweet usually. So. <laughs> yeah, it is for sure. Um, we had heard Get Sun already. That song had been out for a couple weeks. And um, Chivalry Is Not Dead actually came out too. Yeah, you're right. Yep, yep, you are correct. Um, it is very, um, I don't know what to say about her. Sometimes it kind of reminds me of like Little Dragon a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the way that she sings and like experiments with the music. Um, kind of like a no name almost as well too. Sometimes. Like kind of like in a no name bag a little bit. Yeah. Not rap, but like the vibe. Yeah, I get what you mean. Definitely a little like kind of like um, dreamy, if you will, in some points of it. Um, what song should we play off here so we can just give them a little oh, taste man. of it? Um, you know what? You listen to the album, right? Yeah. Rush. What what song should we play? Oh, man. Well, you already played Get Sun, right? Before. Yes, yes, we have. Uh, Rosewater. Okay. Let's do Rosewater. It. Here's a little right. bit of Rosewater off of Mood Valiant out of Hiatus or Hiatus Coyote. Can't speak sometimes. <laughs> Tongue tied. He's a head. He's a head. <laughs> Water for you out of hiatus so coyote. Before, so good. Before we get into the one we're both gonna talk about, do you have anything we're not yes. both gonna talk about? Yes, I, I got have, me too. I got a couple. So I've just I'm because since we're running a little long, I'm just gonna mention a couple and not play music, and then I have cool. one more that I'm gonna play music from. But um Cautious Clay, an artist great that I'm a project. Oh, yes! great project. He's great phenomenal. project. Um he put out his debut album, Deadpan Love. Um I've been a fan of him for a minute. He's put out like a string of awesome single or EPs in a row. Um, I got to see him at Electric Forest a couple years ago too, and he was phenomenal live. The dude's a multi instrumentalist. 
um, singer songwriter type dude. He's in like that Masego vibe for he me. He kind of is yeah. a little bit, a little bit like that. Um, uh, yes. But yeah, he's phenomenal. His album's called Deadpan Love. Um, I'm still digesting it, so I don't know what song I want to play. So I just, I'm just gonna just say go listen to it. I gotta, yeah, I gotta re-listen to that one as much as I re-listen to the one we talk. We're gonna talk about yep. both. The other, uh, my other honorable mention um, is Modest Mouse new album. They have an album out called The Golden Casket, which I didn't even know that they were working no on a new idea. album. And it's it's actually like, you know, sometimes when it's like the bands that you grew up with, you know, that are kind of in the aging area of their careers, you don't know what to expect. Because sometimes it's awesome, and then sometimes you're like, like, yeah, That's like the Offspring dropped that <laughs> shit a couple <laughs> months ago. The Offspring <laughs> caught me off guard. Um, I was like, actually really pleasantly surprised. And there's the opening song is really funny on it. It's called Fuck Your Acid Trip, and it's just like detailing <laughs> taking too much LSD, and it's really hilarious. But the one that I do want to play from um, is a band that, is really fucking cool. They make awesome music. They're from the UK. Their name is Salt. Uh, they put out a really impressive album last year um, that was really correlated with the Black Lives Matter movement and protesting police violence. Um, and they just—they're just not afraid to make really cool experimental music. A lot of the, some of their songs don't even have lyrics on them. Some of them do. Some of them will just have like chants. Sometimes it sounds tribal. But um, there's this song that's featuring a hip-hop artist from the U.K. that I like as well called Little Sims um, on here that I'm going to play for you. It's really awesome. And all their uh, cover art all looks similar to each other, which is kind of cool. I kind of like that. Like, it's all like a variation of the same um, style of artwork. But, yeah, without further ado, here is You From London featuring Little Sims by Salt. This is the more downplayed uh, version of their music, too. They have a lot of hard stuff, too. Smoking on that Mary Jane, broke but got ambition, we don't care about what oh, we up against. Life? Left the party in the state, ain't no thinking twice when you're living life the rebel way. Huh, we don't know LA, we know it's shortage over ground, but to hold away. Nitty on the corner, wanting something for his veins, I pay him no mind, back on my bike, doing the main road. I ain't putting no money in my Easter card, walking over time Morrison, saving for a car. Jeffrey on my blower talking about getting some love bots tickets and I blew the Honda in the heartbeat. My converse look like they've had a hard life. I love them anyway. Pull up at the garage, you can hear the bass. Trevor tried to kill us. You from us. London by right. Salt and Little Sims. I got, uh, yeah, I got, I got one too. Yeah, oh, all right. Yes, all right. Okay. It's a, um, it's a new song called Wide Open. Wide Open. Uh huh. All right. And you're gonna see exactly who it is as soon as it comes up. Why open? I don't think so. Let's see. So, Wafia and Teku and Masego. Oh, Whoa! shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so good. I haven't, I, it's literally on repeat. I haven't stopped listening to it. I'm sick. By the way, shout out <laughs> to Masego for that commercial that's been all over oh my, my like Hulu, by the way. Yes, and shout out to my friend Max Maxwell. Um, he he's his bassist. And oh, so shit, oh nice. shit! Really? Awesome. On that. Yeah, his bassist and um, Dan as well, his uh, saxophonist and extra keys player. Well. That's awesome. So. I got hip to Masego, um, probably from that video that has probably like close to hundred. Him and FKJ. I do a good. cover that with the violin. Do you really? I do That's every awesome. time I perform. It's crazy because like, <laughs> they're both of those guys aren't really like household names. 
But if you go on like FKJ's YouTube video page, his so videos nice. have like hundreds of millions of views and shit. But Masego might be up there now because he had that track with Don Tolliver that's yeah. been everywhere. Well, that but, Tadao yeah. shit has like a, so many views. It's exactly. ridiculous. But anyways, yeah. Without further ado, here is Wide Open by Wafia Takao and is it is that how you pronounce it? Te- I thought it was Teku. 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 It might be wrong. No, you might be right. No, you. <laughs> no, Teku sounds more right than me. I'm I'm terrible at pronouncing shit. What if we're and Masego. Well, he, dude, we won't, we won't even get into how E-Man said Bo Schembechler the other day. Oh, God, I bought <laughs> Bo Schembechler. So, yeah, did it again. Just did it right there. It's a lot of syllables. It's like Ante de Kumpo. <laughs> to, what was uh, the old M- or Michigan player? Tamonga Akabatuka. Kind of sounds like um. How are you breathing? Janae Aiko a little bit. A little bit. Oh man, it's, it's so Masego's part, like his, he does like his rhythmic thing, uh-huh. and it's at the right time. And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I, I do got two something news, by the way. That I'm, I'm not. We don't have to play anything from them because cool. I know for a fact that you're not gonna enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And one's a guilty pleasure, and it's like the thing is, I only listen to them specifically when I play video games, and specifically for shooters because I need something like hype, and I can just like. Shoot people too, so <laughs> damn, that that's real. So I decided to go with uh, Ski Master Slum guys. New oh, project, kind of tight actually. Yeah, since the mixtape, that was my first one. Uh, I actually enjoyed it for mm-hmm. the most part, like start to finish. Yeah, I think is my favorite track off there. Fire Hazard's really good too. Uh, Ski Mask has always been one of my guilty pleasure rappers, mm-hmm. so I, I always enjoyed them. My other one, and shout out to a Michigan artist, Flint artist, uh, BFB the Pac-Man dropped his debut album, uh, Fat Niggas Need Love Too. Is Shut that, up! That is the name of the no, album. <laughs> I, I gotta go, but this is great. This is, love, that's dope. So, and he is stacked with features. Well, you got like the main one with Sada Baby, Free Joe Exotic. Oh, that nice. was like how he got big. Free Joe Exotic like, is the name of it? Yeah, that was like his biggest single off of that album like that one came out like last year uh nuda 05 you got features from Wiz khalifa Corey lee ray nice. benny the butcher which i was surprised about uh payroll uh sada again zach fox fucking love that man yeah. so much zach little yachty fox. and uh ddg who's from pontiac who by the way shout out to ddg who was on the uh freshman 10 cover 
Oh, nice. Him and 42 Doug, two Michigan artists on, yeah. a, on a freshman huh. tank cover. Who is on the album that we're about to talk about yeah. next? Oh. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He was on uh, Lemonhead, I believe. Yep, but uh, sure shout is. out to uh, BFB to Pac Man. I enjoyed the album straight through. So Hell yeah. It was definitely definitely some tracks I want to go through. Like Free Joe Exotic's fucking hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> and with our final review, I will let, kick it over to E Man because I, you know, I, I would just not feel good starting it off because it's on an E Man. You know the vibes, baby. O F W G K T A. Tyler the Creator dropped a new album, baby. <laughs> Call me if you get lost. I was ready 1201 headphones on ready for this fucking album i don't think you realize how i mean i preach how big of a tyler creator fan i am so it's like i i this shit was loaded by the way this out like start to finish first of all he had recruited dj uh drama yeah. to do the whole album he had the gangster grills but i think that's one of the gangster grills throughout the whole album was was DJ drama? It was like curated by us. Yeah. So like, oh as God. hell, wasn't it? Holiday he season. <laughs> Holiday season. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that that tag always sounds like Young Buck to me for some reason. I don't know <laughs> why. It always oh, sounds like Young God. Buck. Damn, son, where'd you find <laughs> this? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that's one of the coolest parts oh, about it. I love man. that it's laid out like that. I, and sounds like a I fucking love Tyler the Creator so much, man. I like this whole album, start to finish. This is my. This is the between this and J Cole are my two favorite albums uh, this year so far. Hers yes. up there as well. For me. Like it was at the halfway point. We're over halfway now. Oh, We're man. over halfway through the year. This is it's between this J Cole and her. Larry June's up there too in my top ten. But yeah, Larry this is dope. for me man. with this Tyler album. Like, and and I'm not as deep into the Tyler love as E Man is. I'm I kind of got into him a little bit later in his career. I think I can easily say this is his best album for me as as a lin- as a listener. I think it's because it's a really nice blend of like early rapping ass Tyler. And Igor Tyler. <laughs> it like, is. It's got, like, because he's barring you up on here. He's definitely rapping, rapping on here. But the production is really cool like, and experimental. And it's just really fucking awesome. Like, I Sweet, really I Thought You Wanted to Dance, for instance, kind of goes back into, like, the Flower Boy, like, Igor mix for it. Like, mm-hmm. the last half of it kind of goes more, like, singy. And then he goes, like... All right, I'm going back to Goblin. <laughs> go. And he got he got the most inspired verse oh, out of Lil man. Wayne I've heard in a decade. Oh God, like, yeah, that shit is fucking blows. awesome, dude. Yeah, like I was oh, like, damn, like, where Will- did you fucking find this Lil Wayne? The story on Wilshire too. <laughs> I just want to talk about like that story on Wilshire. Like, did you like the eight minute track on there? He like it's like a love story about like he was with uh, he was with some yeah. girl, but it was like I, his that, best that's, friend that's or something one of my like favorite that. Track. That whole track is just deep and yes. it's crazy like I'm just it kidding. sure is it is uh, and tyler <laughs> i think i think Damn um you. <laughs> oh man you know who, oh we've uh, you know who by the way i forgot to talk about fucking nba young boy nba young boy had a great verse on this oh yeah album. he did yeah, for sure on, uh, what's the what's the name it was him and yeah uh, yep yep it was him and ty dollar sign yep. yeah yeah ty dollar sign sounds good on here uh, that's the Manifesto. second track. The second track, Corso, set the tone of the album for me. I was like, "Whoa, okay, Tyler's fucking rapping, rapping on this. This is sweet." Massa, uh, Manifesto. He brought back, uh, damn, uh, Damo Genesis. Yes, yes, I love Damo Genesis. By the way, he doesn't get Damo doesn't get enough. Damo, uh, Damo to me has always been the best actual bar for bar rapper mm-hmm. in the Odd Future Collective. I, I, I just wish he got more credit, but I'm glad he's. Doing stuff. Again. I like that "Smoke That Fire" song with him and uh, Anderson Pack from back in the day when they're in the roller rink and shit. But yeah, this uh, um. this this whole rollout was beautiful to me just because you had like the billboard. It was like called this number, and it was like it went to that skit of his the mama talk yeah. skit. Yeah. 
Like that was and, dope. Like just how he's been rolling us out. Like Tyler is the man, bro. And leaving like, the <laughs> and with speaking of pride stuff, it, leaving the door wide open on that again because it's seemingly talking about women on every single song. No, on no, this no, album. no, 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 no. He, he confirms. <laughs> like no, he confirmed it. Well, he for the first time ever, we have like something from Tyler. He said something. Goes, like, yeah, he, he's bi. Oh, is that what he, he said? He was like, I would, like I'd fuck anybody, men or women, it doesn't matter or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's very blunt when he wants to be. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like I never really knew like, if it was just a troll with like, because you know him and Jaden Smith. Oh no, no. Oh, yeah. He was. He was. For that real. was. Yeah. That part was. I feel like that, that was, was troll. trolling. But yeah, that I feel like... that was definitely trolling. <laughs> what do you mean? Yes. <laughs> No, uh, no, Tyler. Yeah, shout out to Tyler. Bro. What song should we play off here since oh, we're running kind of long? Fuck. Uh, you know, what? let's go. Let's go. Hot wind blows. Hot wind blows. Here's a little bit of hot wind blows. Oh, by the way, that song with fucking Pharrell is phenomenal. Oh yeah, Jesus Pharrell. Christ. Who else was on there? Oh, um, Lil Uzi. Yeah, Lil yeah. Uzi. Dude, Lil. All right, so <laughs> I, got, I got. I have oh, to no. admit, I've always said. <laughs> So you always you know how that I'm not a big fan of mumble rappers and that and the whole era of like the emo rap shit has never not really been for me. Oh, but love Dexo I always have to be transparent on here and say when something changes my mind. Little Uzi's vert on that song or Little Uzi vert's verse on that song, fucking phenomenal. No man, I always look, that EXO. I mean, Little Uzi has always had tracks to me for sure. He's like he was in that bar. Like I loved EXO tour life. Like that was his first big single. Mm-hmm. But he's had like tracks here and there. Kind of like Young Thug. He has yeah. always had tracks here and there that I love, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. But anyway, Hot Wind Blows. Hot Wind Blows. Here you go. Tyler Creator. (laughs) Call me if you get lost. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. We're taking Rolls Royces to see alligators. (laughs) And that's in Switzerland. We're on the yacht. A young lady just fed me French vanilla ice cream. We all got it. I'm going to start yelling that out. I'm going to travel the globe. You keep the block hot. Open the door for me, my hair hurt, find us We playing hot and sick with the passports Where the fuck we at? Oh, the pilot gotta remind us, yeah The luggage is piling, I need a close to waste So many stinky sit in my wallet Look like a folding chair, the Cartier so light on my body Thought I floated here, we boated here It's Tunji and Tyler, but call me Baudelaire, yeah Out in Switzerland, travel with my bitches Yeah, we kissing dog, I love when she let me rub her like Michelin A hundred grand to sleep on the bird The wings are whistling like... Man, they ain't listening. We close the line like immigrants and benefit from it. Keep on stunting on these niggas, make them sick to their stomach, man. Y'all don't understand. Yeah, it's it's so fresh that you can taste the same. I, I kind of want to do, you want to fast forward a little bit to the Lil Wayne one or not? Uh, nah, they could. No, yeah, no. Nah, we're running we'll over. Play, we'll play that one next You know week. what we, f- we forgot to mention, by the way? Oh, also, A friend I... of the show. Who? Breeze. <laughs> Breeze has been dropping shit left and right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get him back in so we can have a proper episode Breeze, of Breeze. Gourmet Souffle came out. Uh, Breeze and Tony, was it Flats? Breeze and Tony Flats? Yeah. Uh, Gourmet Souffle, I didn't get a chance to finish it all the way, Breeze. We know we love you. I will check this out, and we'll probably give you a proper review because you deserve a proper review next, uh, no, next week. And one off. more honorable mention that I totally forgot about, Doja Cat. Her, she made a dope-ass <sighs> pop album. Fucking, as far as pop music goes, she is the fucking locked only in. track I heard was <laughs> with her in the weekend. That was right. the only track I heard off of she's, that album. She's but. fucking snapping on this track. I got it's, two it's honorable great. mentions. One is an artist from Chicago. His name is Kenny Flowers. Okay. And his, uh, he has two projects. He has Jote that came out. Well, it came out in 2020, but like still plays so good. Oh my God, help me! And, <laughs> <laughs> and then McCray Deezer, his song Lighthouse. I think that's been on rotation because I know that they're finishing the visual like a year later now that COVID is like you know contained and stuff. But those two for sure have been on like a. 
And I think it only appropriate to end this episode with the new music that you brought us. To play. Yes. <laughs> oh By the boy. way, NBA playoffs have been crazy. Just want to throw it out there. Just we're not gonna tell. We're not gonna get into detail because we are running way the fuck over. Do you watch? Bas- <laughs> do you watch basketball? Yeah, I do. All right, Ben Simmons is, is definitely out of there. We, we, you oh, had a no. you had a good run. I, I want Phoenix. You're definitely out Phoenix of there. Devin Booker's playing with a broken nose right now, like just a monster. Is it on your um? So my is it on here is on your phone. So it's on my phone. Okay, I'll give you the audio <laughs> that you plug into yours. All right. Well, feel free to play a little bit of Gray Matter first, so people okay. can oh, see yeah, the Oh yeah, Gray Matter is a monster. Yeah, that's a monster track. The extended and the ex- I'm gonna say the extended for sure. <laughs> it threw me off, by the way, because I looked at it, I'm like, why are there two of the same? Oh, extended. Uh huh. Yeah, the extended <laughs> one has the message at the end on purpose, uh, and the rapper who I was talking about earlier, who has the song Lighthouse, McCray Deezer. He's actually. Yeah, I was just there. gonna He's say, one, I just saw him on here. One of the closest people to me in my life. Amazing guy. All right, well, without further ado, out of Mirage Virtuoso, here is Gray Matter. Peace. But we're not completely out yet. She's got a couple more songs for playing. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) E-Man's just like, F you guys. He was like, but no, really, JK. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Shout out to Woods production. Do you really want this to be the last time? For the words we gave to be the last lines that we He's like, oh, JK, I did it. I'm that good. I'm living in the future. Love yourself.
that him standing with you in the cover art photo? That was uh, his Chicago. extended version when you guys listen to that there's a, a a little surprise at the end if you haven't heard it but um my friend gabe uh gabriel michael he says this thing at the end where he's like talking about um basically what gray matter kind of is uh-huh. and, like the grace that we need to give ourselves and uh how miracles are for people who like actually need them uh-huh. and if you don't need them then you've got to be perfect or something and that's not real uh-huh. that's not real i like it yeah that's a, that was a really that's, good song that's dope that's beautiful you know there's there's some people on here that, that we interview that you're like no you got it's it cool it's cool but then some people you're like that person's gonna make it awesome <laughs> <laughs> like this person is gonna yeah. make it yeah you got it you got Aww, it you got it amazing and then to close it out let me pass the augs over to you and i'll okay. let you play some exclusives uh, for us i don't have a ting ting Oh yeah, um, actually, ah, I can email it to you. No, no, actually, I have a dongle. Oh, you're the best. There we go. A dongle. Okay. He's. It's a thing, guys. It's not like his thing. My bad. <laughs> he said, "I got a dongle and I'm pulling it out." Hold Somewhere on, guys. Uh, no, we got. We got a really immature audience. So, <laughs> Sorry, so, mother. I love y'all though. <laughs> and an immature <laughs> guest as well. Clearly. I swear I have one. I think. I think. Oh no. Put it in here somewhere. No, I didn't. Is it missing? Mm. Yes. Hello. Oh Hello. my goodness. <laughs> oh wait, it's not an iPhone either. Oh, it's not an iPhone. Wait, then can... shouldn't it just plug in then? What What does your thing look like? So it's a <laughs> USB C. <laughs> oh. But I can email it to you. Oh yeah, that would work. Cool. We're gonna do email, guys. Tell me, uh, what's the email? Street S T R E E T. Uh-huh. Spirit S P I R I T. Uh-huh. 518. Uh-huh. at yahoo.com. Air, you can bleep that out by the way too. I don't care. <laughs> you don't get a random ass email from people. Oh, I don't shit. care. Email, <laughs> email, sure email, me, email me, tell me your thoughts on the show. I don't give a shit. We got to get some I'm about to change that email anyways. <laughs> oh, no. We like it. I have so much spam that I like, I just have to change it. It's just like I can't do it anymore. All right, it's sent. All right, let's see. Yeah. This is a um so the last one was produced by Ashton Woods and had Sasha Kashberko on the guitar. Of course, like I said, McCray Deezer feature. And then this one was produced by Barry, the real keys. And uh, has a uh, the horns are done by Christian Foreman. Crazy four oh, chords. Dude is legit. Got it. Hey. Yes. Black flag. This Let's is my it. other side. Okay. <laughs> no one has ever heard this before. Oh, so shit. Exclusive. Right now, bro. <laughs> I'm not. And it's not fully mixed and mastered, so please don't judge me, guys. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm so nervous. <laughs> That's what makes you nervous. <laughs> just, just the high breath. The anxiety was beginning. We're ready. Breathe. <laughs> need, you need some water? You need more? You good? <laughs> You have some more lukewarm water for me, <laughs> do you? Because someone drank all the Diet Coke. I'm just uh, kidding. JK, right. guys. I got it. Here is a little <laughs> bit of I do. Oh, man. I'm scared. 
I'm throwing the other headphone off of this. Kiss me a little, kiss me quick. Hope found just like when I was a kid. Afraid not. Tommy like a loose string, like a violin and ties me love new things. Psycho, psycho, cause it's only Pat that she might know. But the part of my growth is, is down to let go. So to let go, say, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. I say, I do, I do, I do, I do. To let go, say, I do. I say, I do, I do, I do, I do. To let go, say, I do. I say, I do. She don't know by living a life on the low low. Cause a box tried to drop her with a caption shaped lock. A fantasy ride, but it taught her a lot. I used to be a cashew, but it all on a track when I came through. And a glass jar that she had to break through. Cause she, cause she knew what life was in. So to Okay. You're showing off some some bar. You're showing yep. off some bars. <laughs> I was gonna say this. You you brought up No Name earlier. I was like, this gives me a little bit of No Name yeah, vibes like, with the rapping over the real right. jazzy. Uh, it almost had like a, the beginning, like the, when the beat came in, it almost had like a Jay Dilla feel. I was yeah. Like, oh. That like that break. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. This is. Okay, so you one of those switch hitters. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. So for the reference <laughs> for uh, for our listeners, by the way, we we're talking about that uh, that Wolf beer from the guy in Ann Arbor. It's called Violin oh, Monster yeah. Bar Arbor Brewing Company. <laughs> he found it. Yep. Yeah, I want to throw it out there just for the reference. Uh, oh, I man. think we. Uh, is there anything else we covered? Before everything? we get out of here, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to plug your social media if yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, please. Right, duh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do on press runs. So right, duh. <laughs> so Mirage Virtuoso M A R A J V I R T U O S O underscore. That's my Instagram. That's my Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook too, I guess. And then on Spotify, it is Mirage Virtuoso as well. Awesome. <laughs> and we are so happy that you came here. It's so much nicer to have conversations with guests when they're in the studio with us. It feels more organic oh, and natural. Lovely. Yeah, this is it's awesome. This is, this you guys been are dope. my first one. Really? really? Awesome. That's oh, awesome. You oh, broke my podcast. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it was a good effort. <laughs> Woo! Oh, no way! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> they told me this was one. <laughs> with, that be- <laughs> with that being said, we will see you guys next no, week. No, we won't. We won't oh, no. see them next yeah, week. Yeah, right. The 4th of July. The July. We will see you guys in two weeks. With uh, Sin Crawford yep. and Dame Black. Yep. So, yeah. And awesome. shout out to the living room. Bye, guys. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Good night. Peace. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Let's knock out the blue cap.